Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and kids of all ages. Don't turn that dial. You're in the right place. Welcome to tonight's crossover extravaganza episode of Top 5 Comics Podcast and the Never Been Done Podcast. Sorry kids that snuck downstairs and the drunken vagabonds and carpetbaggers that came for the usual vulgar, obscene, derogatory, and hedonistic banter of the Never Been Done Podcast, but tonight we are respecting our sister podcast and going clean. So grab your Ovaltine and strap in for this G-rated Vestal Lily White feel-good episode, good for the entire family, podcast extravaganza. Hello, gentlemen. How are you tonight? Fantastic, sir. How are you? That was glorious. It was beautifully written. Before we go any further, just remember, tonight's episode has been brought to you by Ovaltine. Has there ever been a better way to end the day or start a podcast? (laughs) So what's going on? Uh, that was beautiful. That was very, very good. <sighs> it's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. We've been busy. Yeah, we have. Been a little crazy out there in this world. Careers changing for good people around the block. Congratulations, Josh. Congratulations, T. Brown. Thank you very much. CBS is out here just killing it as usual. CBS, say some words. Some words. Thank you. <laughs> Non-alcoholic bubbly for everybody around for celebrations. Yeah. Yeah, so you get Sundays off now? Yeah, every Sunday. Every single one of them. So, uh, <clears throat> calling out tomorrow. This is my first three-day weekend. Nice. Literally Friday, Saturday, Sunday are my days off, and I was like, hmm, I don't know if you like working tomorrow. I'm going to take a four-day weekend. Good for you. You know what they can do about it? Nothing. Oh, so wait, you... Oh, it's my Thursday. Oh, nothing. You're just calling out for just to call out? Yeah, because I feel like it. I feel like having a four-day weekend, so I'm going to... Then you just have a four-day weekend? Three, no, three-day weekend. But you didn't just have one Thanksgiving? Mm-mm, no, gosh, no. Mm-hmm. Just just Thanksgiving Day. Ah. On the day... Oh, and I did have the day before. Because... So when it happens... I get a color, and the color falls on the chart or whatever, mm-hmm. and then if, if the holiday falls on your color, then you get the day before off and the holiday. So I only got two days, but... No big deal. No complaints. No complaints. Nope. Nice. That's dope. Congrats. Thank you. How's it being a entrepreneur, Joshua? Not any different. No. No. A lot of people have heard about it and things like that, but um I told Abe, he says congratulations. Cool. Yeah. He was like that's super exciting, man. Them dang tootin' rat finks, the ones that don't understand, you know. But <laughs> other than that, not too bad. I got a whole list of words that I'm I can I'm allowed to use tonight. So a dang a tootin rat what? Rat fink. What is a rat fink? I don't know. I just googled. Okay. G rated swear words. I like. It. Was a race car driver during a batch of uh, really stuff back in the. Yeah. It was cartoon stuff. Huh. He was rat fink. It was a whole. Oh, thing. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. that rat fink is based off the old 1950s slang. Okay. All right. Tf, anything new with you? Killer shirt, by the way. You have a baby coming soon. That's true. You guys decided on a name? Frankenstein. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I think we're going to go with Taya. I love that. Yeah. I so we're it. all T names. I love it. Yeah. Actually, I told my wife about it. She's like, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah she's like, that's really cool. I want to find a name that I never knew anyone with that name, you know? Sure. Which is really, really complicated. But it is. You could have gone with hamster. What? 
You could have gone with uh, Jet Propulsion. Neither of those start with T. You could have gone Stars and Stripes. You just got to start with a T. Still doesn't oh. start with a T. You could have gone with Turpentine. That one's right. Trauma. Trauma's a very popular yeah, word these everyone, days. Everyone, when she's like a teenager, Turpentine would turn into Slurpentine. How about Tulip? I know kids tulip. these days have bad. really I'm just weird. thinking of teen names. I mean, there's kids these days being named like Pond and Forest and... Like, oh, forest been around forever. Oh, yeah, but I'm thinking like, like you know, Evergreen Forest. You know? mm-hmm. Forest is short for Evergreen Forest. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, landscape. <laughs> you know, like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Apple. Had that, that dang kid that she named Apple. Jason Lee had a Inspector Pilot. Yeah. All sorts of weird things. Tabasco. That delay was brought to us by Morton Salt. When it rains, it pours with Morton Girl. <laughs> Could have named her Morton. Morton, yeah. Spell with a silent T. Silent yeah. T. Not where you think it would be. No, it's got to be the front. I, Has to be the front. That's the rule. Gotcha. Focus, Smalls. Focus. I was just... I mean, we'll see. That baby could come out and we're both like, nah. Sure. Something else. That's a... Yeah, that's a real thing. I don't know. It's a real thing. We'll see. CBS, what's new with you? Not a lot. Comic book shop and stuff, so. That's basically it. Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Do you like Black Panther? It's okay. Yeah, I kind of thought the same. I thought it was good. It's not, uh. It's good, but I don't really feel like I need to see it again. So I fell asleep through it because I was really tired. And uh, stayed up too late playing Call of Duty. And uh, definitely fell asleep. Probably missed about 20, 30 minutes. So I might go tomorrow and see it again. But I got the gist. And it's good. Right. I do feel it pays a very good uh, ode to Chadwick, which is nice. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. No, it, it, it does. It's uh, more real, real worldy than I expected it to be. Agreed. With that. Agreed. So... I guess that part kind of surprised me a little bit. Kind of like the tribute they paid to that raucous daredevil, Paul Walker, at the end of Fast and Furious? Yeah, very, very similar. No, well, no. Well, cause less flashy, like, less flashy. Less flashy, yeah. I think they did so better in the story, like, paid, paid tribute to him. Right, and the story's more real-worldy. Yeah. But the Paul Walker's like a, like a send-off that was... It didn't. They didn't do the same thing where they tried to CGI a bunch of you know fake stuff. True. So that was True. that was pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure there's probably footage you could use from something else to do whatever, but they didn't do that. So and the end catch was good. I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's it's neat. I don't think it goes anywhere, but I think it's neat. Is it real? Not to ruin anything, but is it? It's not in the comic book. I didn't think so. So I mean, as far as the comic book world's concerned, no. Hmm. But. Movie universe, comic universe, different things. I guess we'll see in time. Give right. It, give it another 10 years, maybe 15 years, then maybe. You know what I mean? Can I spoil something for you guys, or do you, you, do you care? Yeah, I don't care. I For our listeners at home, you should probably say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! They still should have made uh, Killmonger Black Panther. They still should have. And they did Michael B. Jordan. 
Yeah. I think it actually would have been easier. Yeah. Than the way they did it, but. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think the story could have gone the same way. Agreed. It would have been a totally different story. I would have liked that. It would have been a kind of a, uh, retribution story. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They're always good. Yeah. Him learning about his heritage and how he messed up and, you know, did the wrong like a thing. Redemption story? Is that what you mean? Redemption. Did yeah, I, what yeah. did I say? Retribution? Yeah, that's the wrong. Yeah. That's the wrong adjective. I knew what you meant, but. Verb? Yeah. Adjective. Verb? What? I don't remember. That kind of works. As, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. Interesting stuff in it. Namor is completely wrong for the comics, but it makes sense what they did in the movie to separate him from Aquaman. Well, and that was the thing that the theory going around was that they changed him. Again, spoilers, but they changed him because the idea was that the god or whomever they worshipped had to do with dead people. And it was thought that, like... Some of the statues they showed and stuff, which ended up being nothing to, 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 right. to my recollection, but no. some of the statues and stuff they were saying were real life gods that were uh, gods of the sea or you know people who drowned at sea. So the thought was that Killmonger could come back, Michael B. Jordan. But well, no, as far as his, I mean, no, no body. Which I mean, I don't know. In, at the end of Black Panther two, where he dies on the cliff is right outside the lab that Sheree rebuilt the spine of Agent whatever his name is. So like Colson? No, uh, I, I can't remember his name. It's a guy that's also from The Hobbit. What's that guy's name? Carl Urban? No. What? He's in The Hobbit. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, he's, he's in. Sorry, he's in Lord Panther. of the Rings. Oh, uh, Martin Freeman. There Thank you go. So in the first movie, Black Panther, his spine's all messed up. Morgan Freeman. Also, yes. yes. Did you guys see the guy, the guy with the weird no spine at the opening of the World Cup? Well, he's got a spine. He just has legs. Not all of it. No I mean, spine? I guess you can't. They can't be a puddle man. I'm going to say most of it's there. What? <laughs> Is that a thing? It's his second favorite thing. Second favorite. It's, it's nobody's favorite thing. It's really, it's really disturbing. Really? Yeah. How does that work? With to you? the young audience at home, don't Google that. Okay. I mean, okay. if you're watching the World Cup, you already saw it, so it's not that big a deal. Well, it's only on the opening ceremony, so not so yeah. much. It was all, uh, nobody was watching the World Cup opening ceremony on Friday. That's probably true. It's it's very disturbing and disgusting. No offense. You guys looking? I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm about to. Okay. You guys want to pause it for a second? I, 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 have, to, I have to see No, go ahead. <laughs> What'd you call it? Puddle Man? <laughs> I, I call him that, but... What exactly should I look up to find this? I just literally just World Cup it. opening ceremony with Morgan, or Morgan Freeman. <laughs> with Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman, World Cup. It'll come right up. Puddle Man. I got no legs. I've got no legs. All right. Anything else? About the World Cup? About anything before we start the show, do we need an ad break beforehand? Well, I don't know. Before we go into the next segment, does CBS have anything else to say? This is partially his podcast. Agreed. No, it's not. Yeah, we're good.
No, we're doing we're doing a duel. Yeah, we're good. Oh yeah, no. What do we? Uh, I didn't do all this work to not do a duel. So, what was the what what what? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> it's a lot of words not to remember. Sorry. It's all right. I was thinking what we're missing from the formula from the beginning of top five, but I don't think we are. Well, usually we do the intro. Right. And then we do like flapjack talk. Right. Which is like just, you know, yeah. a different word for a different word. And then we get into the news. Then we get into the news. So we're right on schedule. All right. You want to talk about what's in the news? What's oh, the, we need to do homework. What's in the news? Ah, I didn't do my homework. I did my homework. You did? I did. What homework were you supposed to do? My homework was 1986's The Boy Who Could Fly. I thought you had something else to watch. Mm-mm. I thought we like skipped that and we're like, like nope. oh yeah, you gotta watch that. Nope, it was The Boy Who Could Fly. He's right. Yeah, but there was something else though too, I thought. There was something else that we could never find what it was. There's something else for, for you. Yeah. But I don't know if it was Tyler had that one or not. Anyways, 1986's The Boy Who Could Fly. Um, I did like this movie. It's a good movie. I didn't say it wasn't a good movie. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of talent in it. Fred Savage, for some reason, I just don't... I, I don't know. There's something about his face that I'm not a fan of. But anyways... He, Even as a little kid? No, as, as a little kid, I, I liked it a lot better. He, he, he does a good job. Um, the mom is Holly Gennaro from Die Hard. Yeah. She's Bruce Willis's wife. The uncle is the Munsters. Is Fred Munster. Is it Fred? Are you talking about Grandpa? No. The big Frankenstein guy. Herman? Herman. Herman Munster. Yeah. Herman, yeah. Herman Munster. And then uh, there is one other lady. Oh, uh, one of the psychiatrists is Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I was like, man, there's a lot of famous people. Anyways, it was not a terrible movie. It did kind of drag a little bit, but it, it, I mean, it, it was definitely... And it's, a, a, and it's like, like a kid who can really fly. That's the thing too, and it, it really does. It really does make you think. Like, can this kid fly? Or is he? Is he? I mean, what's wrong with him? But once she fell, and she was reaching for some kind of flower, and she fell, and I was like, he totally caught her. Like, he, he could fly. There's no doubt about it. But I like when he buries his GI Joes and they die in battle. Yeah, Fred Savage. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. And his battle with a neighborhood bully. Yeah, the neighborhood bullies. Yeah, yeah. The dog gets hit by a car, which is sad. But yeah, you're like, oh, he can fly. The dog makes it, though. Yeah, the, yeah, the dog, dog lives, yeah. But yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's not like the movie you made me watch where the dog dies the first thing in the, in the first five minutes. What movie? The one with Ice Cube. Or Ice Tea, I mean. Oh, uh, Surviving so, the Game? Yeah. Yeah. The dog dies in the first five minutes. Yeah, it's a different movie. <laughs> the animal should never die. That's that's my rule. But they do in I real life. No, that's what that's animals dying is the worst thing in film. I I agree. It's sad, but it happens. It makes me so upset. No, I understand. What Speaking of animals, um, yeah, good film. Would I call it epic? No. I it didn't was say it was epic. I know you didn't. We're going to get into that. 
No, we talked about some 80s movie that he needed to watch and we couldn't figure it out. I know, because we scrubbed I don't think through. we ever figured it out. We never did, because I listened to that episode and I was like, man, I never found it. Yeah, I don't remember. CBS cuts so many things out of the episodes. That no, because I heard it the first time. You got it after that. That's just a true. mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was only true. <laughs> CBS just cut things out. So, so much. Our continuity is all messed up. Better, actually. <laughs> all right. And the homework section was brought to be Winston Cigarettes. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. <laughs> so on to the next segment. <laughs> the news. No. <laughs> What's in the news? What's in the news? The news tonight has been brought to you by Pepsodent. You'll wonder where the yellow went when you brush with Pepsodent. <laughs> so the first part of the news I have, that fine gent Paul Thomas Anderson will start filming his next movie and follow up to Licorice Pizza to start filming this next summer. Like actually a follow up or just like in the same universe? I just, that's what the news said. I'm just reading what the news said. I, I, I don't think it says sequel. I, just I don't think, it's, I think it's just his movie at all. Yeah, I think it's just his next movie. It's his next movie. That's what it means by yeah, follow up. I also spelled licorice wrong on these notes, but I still said it right out loud. So. Good job. How did you spell it? Liquorice. Liquorice? I don't know how to spell licorice. It's L-I-C-O-R-I-C. So kids, do your spelling homework. <laughs> I know you guys like Paul Thomas Anderson, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. put that in my news and my notes. That's cool. I'm down. He makes some bangers. Ang Lee's son will play Bruce Lee in a new biopic. Sugar Jets! I gotta take that on my notes. <laughs> Holly- <laughs> Holly- Hollywood favorite martial arts legend Bruce Lee. Lee is getting a big screen treatment at Sony. Ang Lee, renowned for his work on movies like Life of Pi, Brokeback Mountain is and Brokeback Mountain is directing the biopic, and his son Mason Lee is attached to star as the Chinese American star. Has right. he done anything else? Not that I know of. Huh. All right. They they already did the dragon. The Bruce Lee story. Yeah, I remember I, that. I don't really. I mean, I don't know why they need to remake that. I don't know. Uh, Ang Lee's fine to me. I mean, he, he's good. Nothing. His, I, his Hulk was terrible. Fair. I don't really know. I mean, flying sword. I, I, I'm trying to think of a movie of his I did like. I never watched Life of Pi. Did you watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, Crouching Tiger. All right, that one's. Yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah, that's pretty I don't good. think that's him. It is. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. 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 You did say Ang Lee, right? Correct. Yeah, that's him. What else after did that, he do? after that, I don't have a deep. I mean, that's about as far as it gets for me. He did a couple movies with Jet Li, but I couldn't tell you the names of them. The hmm. one was that him? I don't think so. Hmm. I did like the one though, but I don't. I don't remember who made that. You looking for what? Oh, what Ang Lee did? No, I've no. Oh, I didn't care. So what I have next is controversial punk rocker Gigi Allen getting biopic from Lords of Chaos filmmaker Jonas Ackerlund. Kids, you'll probably have to wait till you're a little older before you watch that film about that rascal. Jonas Ackerlund is a uh, he made spun. 
That movie's gonna be messed up. Ooh, spun. Okay. Hmm. G. Allen too. Yeah. He's he is a James Wong did the one. That was close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in gaming news, everyone's going nuts over Marvel Snap. You guys seen trailers for it and stuff like that? It's uh-huh. a little fun card game. Um Made $2 million in its first week. Oh, my gosh. It's a card game. Correct. On your phone. On your phone. Oh. Made $2 million in its first week. That's pretty popular. What is it like trivia or is it like Uno? What's it? Uh, it's like a battle card game. So there's three areas and you have to win more areas than your other person. And like Wolverine's worth like four points. And it's really fun. And it's just one versus one? Yep. What's nice is each game takes like six minutes tops. So you can like, you know, that's mm. yeah, fun. But yeah, I just thought that was a a lot of money for a little mobile game in a week. And the last piece of news that I have, since you swooped in with your crazy flapjacks, um, the Ezra Miller Flash movie has changed its logo to a texturized, what I would call a rat fink debacle. We're one for one. You took one of mine. Um, so I will say that this logo looks much more flashpointy, CBS. Have you seen it? Nope. Yeah, it definitely looks a little more flashpointy. Um, I think that's exciting. Hopefully. Huh? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Hmm. No. Sigh. Silent Is that it? Is man, yeah. On. Oh, here it is, right there. Weird. Yeah, that was a little weird. So I'll see it. It's like a reimagining of the Flashpoint logo from it, the comic book. It is definitely like the Flashpoint logo, in my opinion. Hmm. So hopefully, it uh, maybe with our new trusted uh, founder James Gunn, we can uh, Flashpoint everything out of existence and start over. Yeah, be a good plan. It makes sense. I have no problem with that at all. He also, apparently him and, I'm so sorry, Peter, the producer, guy who did oh, the... I don't remember. Saffron? Saffron? That sounds right. Yeah, Saffron. Peter, Peter Saffron. He, yep. uh, apparently him and uh, Gunner are almost done with their DC Bible. They're supposed to make what they're, what they're going to do, and they're supposed to present it before Christmas to Warner Brother execs and Discovery execs. So Wow. So hopefully by Comic-Con next year, we'll have some actual... Outline about things. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. We'll have some actual... Ideas of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the news I have. That's all the news I have. Right. And like I said, Pepsi didn't. That was what it was brought to us by. Good job. You'll wonder where the yellow went with Pepsi didn't. They had such great things back in the day. Yeah, they did. And now on to the task at hand tonight. We were going to do a little bit of both, but mostly we were going to talk about tonight Black Adam. <clears throat> what do you guys think about this film? Black Adam with The Rock. I think Huff should start. <laughs> oh, let me start by saying this is the first Black Adam anything I've ever seen or read or like I don't I don't know this character whatsoever. I really wanted to like it, but I just I didn't. And I don't know the total vibe of this character 
and what it's supposed to be, but something tells me that The Rock may have been a miscast situation. Like, he probably looks like him, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel like... I don't know. You're not wrong. You're not. Keep going. The first red flag for me has nothing to do with the movie at all. The kid skateboarding in the beginning goes from being regular footed back to goofy, goofy footed to regular to goofy to regular. And I'm like, <laughs> if this was real life, that would never happen ever. Fall flat on your face. Ever. Didn't make any sense to me at all. It's Probably like, wasn't it's even the like kid if there was a chef in a movie, like cutting right-handed and then the next scene they're cutting left-handed i'm like no that's fair (laughs) he has a a knife in his right hand and then his left hand and his right hand yeah it's like it's like all right no No, yeah i get you that bugged me from the get-go but i didn't let that ruin the movie for me but it didn't have a good flow for me either too many slow motion sequences that kind of made me nauseous at points. It's not Zack Snyder slow motion. Like, it's not every second, but they're, there, there they're, are a few. They're done differently, and they make me almost nauseous, like carsick, kind of, and I don't have that problem. They're definitely not Zack Snyder epic moment. Pay attention. This is important. They're just action sequences, it feels like. yeah. I liked... I mean, visually, I thought it was pretty well done, and I liked the music. Those are the best two things I can say about it. But I thought about turning it off at one point. Okay. I was so disinterested the first time I rewatched it today just to make sure I didn't miss anything, and I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I have two words to describe this film. Yes. Two words. They're not bad words. Kevin Costner. What about Kevin Costner? Have you seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Yes. Where everybody in the film speaks at least yeah. with an accent I agree. of the country that they're from? He's supposed to be a man from ancient times, from an ancient Middle Eastern country, but yet when he becomes Black Adam, he just speaks like the rock. And not even an entertaining rock. Like, at least if he's going to, like, become Black Adam, he could be like, do you smell what Black Adam is cooking? <laughs> like, anything. <laughs> anything better than just, like, I'm Black Adam. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to save that kid over there. It's like, you don't even have an accent, and you're not even doing anything cool. Again, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that by any means. And, and that's where Huff's... Argument is definitely the character could. always like really quiet? No, like in the movie, not necessarily. No, no. all right, that kind of threw me for a loop too. I was just like, well, and like, he absolutely has an accent. The, the ruler of conduct being Black Adam, yes, he absolutely has an accent. Mm-hmm. And the character generally has a personality. Or it's no? an angry Maybe one in the but, comic books. Yeah. He's just super angry and yeah, he's, super. Well, I mean, he's, he's dictator type. Yeah. He's sort of like I, when comparison wise, in the comic books, his attitude. Depending on when you're reading him, goes from bad guy to I don't know antihero. Antihero, yeah. And he's antihero now. Only now. Yeah, but they took the movie and we went straight to that, just like they did with Venom. And I will agree with you. Initially, I thought the same thing about the waking up and being able to speak English without any problem. But when he changes back later on in the movie to just regular himself after he gives up the Black Adam power and they lets him lock him up, 
he goes back to speaking his native language. That made it even worse. The reason he speaks the regular language is because of one of the powers from the from his Shazam powers. It's one of those powers that lets him speak normally for the people that are around him. Oh, so so the so the Shazam the god Shazam the god makes you speak like a completely normal English human being, even though everybody else that you're hanging out with, Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate, and all the other people from Conduct have accents from the realm that they're from, and he just speaks normal. Uh, the accent thing, I, I can give you. He's yeah, he's not talking, talking about, about speaking English. That's what I'm talking about. No, I. He, it's we, it, even even, even if when he becomes Black Adam, and he learns and they and it translates with his magical powers. Right. He would still have an accent. We're we're all in accord. That's all, what I, that's what I'm saying. I we, I agree 100. percent Like he couldn't even try to speak like that. I agree. And that's where I agree with Huff. This could be a miscasting. Does he look like him? Yes. Does he bring in star power? Does he bring the dollars to the box office? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I could tell just from the one time I watched that movie, like, it was just all looks. Sure. The story and the but. flow, I will give you, uh, agreed, it is choppy. It's not as smooth, and obviously, you know, the ultimate comparison is, compared to any Marvel movie, it's not even close, obviously. Maybe Thor Dark World. But anyways, overall, and I said this is CBS, I don't know how many times I've walked out of a DC movie and went, okay, that was a good start. Every time. And this is no different. I walked out going, all right, it's a good start. Okay, it's a good start. But it never gets to what's coming next. never gets to that good plane of, hey, there's a quality film that is written well and has, you know, good acting and has, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, no, I'm with you. Again, I thought it was good. I don't think it's amazing, epic by any means, or relates to, you know, anything. It's an action film and a summer blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And The Rock brings people to the seats, and they did. Pardon me, I need to crack my Dr. Pepper. CBS? Huh? Tell us about Black Adam. What do you think? We've gone um, around the table. So. Well, I mean, as far as like score-wise, I mean, I say it's a, like a B minus because everything moves really cool. I'll give you, there is too much slow motion. That's a little much. Acting-wise, Pierce Brosnan makes everybody look bad around him. So that was like, my next thing was Pierce Brosnan steals the show. There's no doubt in my mind. He's just figured out the right part to play for himself. And as long as he's playing that part, he's perfect. And that's yeah, the part he I plays. didn't mind him. No, the character, the character Doctor as Dr. Fate, he did fantastic. And then, yeah. of course, at, Pierce Brosnan himself, he did awesome. Yeah. But he's, he's the best part of the film for that's me. Easy, he's, he's typecast the way he needs to be. And he knows that. So he does fine. He's great. But it makes the other characters around him look less impressive. And when it comes to the rest of the cast around him, they're all so young still. I mean, I don't know how old that kid is or if he's ever been anything else before or not, but okay. he's okay. But uh, as what, far as the thing... Which, which kid? The kid playing Adam Smasher. Adam oh, Smasher. Okay. Like, as far as the thing, I don't recognize him from anything else. I don't either. So I, I don't think this is his first movie by any means, because he seems like he's probably been in the game for a minute, but not in anything that was, like, star-related. Agreed. So, like, I like that he's a legacy character. I think that's cool. It's interesting that we made Henry Winkler's, you know, his grandpa. I thought that was weird. weird. A little bit. Yeah, I was like, why why do we care that the Fonz is in this movie? We don't. I I have a feeling, I I don't know because I didn't look this up, but I kind of wonder if the Fonz, if his his managing agency isn't the same agency The Rock is in and the same agency that Henry Cavill's in. Because if it is, that would make a lot of sense. That would make sense. Um, So, because his ex-wife is, that, that, that founded that same company this seems She's pretty cool agent. the draw scene where he's he, he zaps all these guys after he just watched the western right 
Sorry. There's definitely things that are cool in it. There's cool things. And as far as like visuals, I think it looks just fine. It does look good. I'll give you the accent thing bothers me no different than Thor and Chris Hemsworth when he's playing Thor and Ragnarok. It's the same kind of thing that's annoying. But because there's not a bunch of other movies where he's already played the part and had the accent, as long as they don't try to force him to do it later, if he's in other movies, then okay. I can live with it. Is it weird? Yes. 100% it's weird. So this bothers you less than the Chris Hemsworth and Thor? Oh, 100%. Oh, that's Because weird. there's okay. three other movies where he does it correctly. And then a bunch of movies afterwards he does it correctly. In that movie, he doesn't. So comparison-wise, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. Because of the track record that's already there. If they always started Thor with Chris being Chris... Normal talking, yeah. Then it'd been fine. There'd been no other version of him talking at all, so that's what you live with. That's what it is. I would never even thought about it, to be honest. But because it sits the way it sits, it's weird. Is Cyclone a part of um, JLA? JSA? JSA, sorry. She, yeah, she is. Okay. She's not... She's a new. She's a younger character. Okay. She, uh, the 2017... No... It's either 2017 or 2019, I can't remember which series it was, was her first appearances in the comic books. Uh, in the comics, she's slightly different than she is in the movie, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she's, uh, I want to say her first appearance, I think is actually she won, I think the 2017 series. Mm. It's one of those two. But uh, yeah, she, she is. She's not a classic character, which most of JSAs are right. 50s characters. Yeah. Uh, but her and Stargirl, and there's a handful of other ones that aren't. But yeah, it's a thing she really is in the comic books, too. Hawkman is so serious, it bothers me. Like, it's, it, it, it feels overacted almost. I, I, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Like, it, it's just, it's a lot. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, you gotta do good things and blah, blah, blah. We don't kill people, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's, 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 it's over the top. I do like that actor, but, uh, his Hawkman, I think he's competing with everyone else, mm-hmm. actor wise. I mean, yeah. The imposing position that The Rock is just, is The Rock, and that is imposing in general. And then Brosnan being this legacy actor, I can, I can see it putting you off your game a little bit. I don't think he's horrible, but he's a little much. Yeah, he's just a little much. I mean, I, like I said, I don't dislike that actor. I, I did think it was weird we didn't explain a little bit more about Hawkman's backstory. Agreed. And like, we're just at this mansion and he's loaded. Right. Which I mean, okay, it, it it's, it's sort of whatever, but, the pieces of Hawkman that we maybe we should have got. I mean, we don't necessarily need to know that he re- reincarnates. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. But if there would have been some mention about lifespan of collecting, then okay. I, again, it's, it's not necessary, but it would have filled a gap a little bit for me, I think. Cause we get a lot, we get a piece of backstory for Dr. Fate, at least enough that enough to, yeah, it makes sense that there's two entities there. There's mm-hmm. the man and there's the helmet and they're two different things. And we get enough of that. And, Adam, Adam Smasher is simple, so yeah, I mean, he's, he's Ant-Man, yeah. except, yeah. you know, it doesn't go small. And Cyclone, we get basically a whole backstory for her in dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, like, Nanobots, yeah. could we had a little bit more for Hawkman to explain part of that away? Sure. At least the nth metal part, make it, yeah, because it's alien race of metal. So, and it was a nice, it was a nice touch for fans because the nth metal, I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm glad they mentioned that, but. In all honesty, no, any average audience member is going to go, huh? I, yeah, I have no right. idea what that means. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, not as popular as Animanthia by any means. Agreed. Agreed. But Wolverine's also got, you know, a higher pop culture factor, I think, than Hawkman. Vibranium. Or Vibranium. Or Vibranium. Sure. Same, same thing. I think even now with the Vibranium being used so much in the movies, even it has a higher call sake. Than you say it now and you know what it is when you first said it, they made a big deal about it. 
because that's what part of the movie was about. So like, its introduction is a lot more, lot smarter. Well, not smarter, a lot more memorable. It's more prominent for more sure. Prominent, yeah, absolutely, that gets better. More prominent. Absolutely. Yep, I don't necessarily feel like uh, nth metal matters that much in the grand scheme of this movie. In other things in the comic books, I mean, it becomes important later in other stories, but I don't think, I think we're a far cry from getting a movie that is metal or Agreed. death metal, yep. unless it's an animated, and in that sake, it's an entirely different thing anyway, so it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, I the idea that he's a reincarnated alien would be harder pressed to try to entertain everyone with, but if we could at least done something with one the, piece of dialogue could have done. Yeah. One piece. Yeah. I, I, I would, I felt we would have fleshed it out a little better. Again, does it kill the movie? No, no, it doesn't. As far as a uh, presence is concerned, I don't know. He looks cool. Everything looks great. There, yeah. No, I don't think anyone has an argument on that. Everything looks fantastic. They spent a lot of money to make sure it looked fantastic. And it does. The, the bad guy, Sabak. Yeah. I, I don't care. I think that's the other thing, too. Like, I did not care about this bad guy. Well, you got to consider something. It's like any other small, barely named Middle Eastern country that the rest of the world thinks about. They don't. When people are like asked, like, where's the World Cup this year? And I said, Qatar. They're like, what's that? That's, this is a perfect example. Nobody cares. And at the end of this movie, when we get there, nobody cares. The... Th- a god, a demigod, has been dis- like fighting another god and destroying multiple people's homes and lives until they're like, well, you got to stay there. And I'm with you. I think that they leaned maybe a little bit too hard into the hero of conduct, the hero of conduct, the champion of conduct. He's going to rise up and he's going to be, you know, take care of whatever the name of the people are who are occupying the country. Uh, you know, he's going to save us. He's going to save us. We have, we have our own hero. We have our own superhero, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I understand how that's important to the character, but at the same time, no one seems to care. You mean outside the movie? Yeah. You know, it, with him driving out the oppressive government regime, I mean, that's kind of what happens in there, but we're led to believe most of it happens off screen because we deal with the uh, devil reincarnated guy. Sabak. Sabak instead. Which he's the big bad for the movie, I guess. Him and then the oppressive uh, dictators of the country. Correct. So is Black Adam any better? I mean, I guess we don't know yet because we don't get that far into it. We assume he isn't because he destroys the throne and right. you know he kind of sets up a you know whatever for the next chapter of whatever happens next. Right, right. All right, we got to get T up in here because like most of the time when we do a top five comics crossover podcast, he gets lost in the comic book stuff. So we need to get T up in this thing and get what his opinion on some stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I gave most of my opinion on on this movie. I don't know. I don't know enough about it really. I feel like to. Did you feel like any of this stuff was explained about him being connected to Shazam at all? No. Did you realize that it was the same Shazam wizard when he showed up? I mean, I imagine you did, because you're one of the only other people on this table who can say his name. Yeah, what's his name? What? The wizard Shazam, who plays him? Guy from Blood Diamond, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Jaimon Hansu? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, did you when you saw him, did you know that that was the same dude? No. Okay. See, so, yeah, so the same dude. So they kind of failed in that sense. It's enough of a movie by itself that doesn't need the other movie, except that you're constantly saying Shazam. You're constantly right. Shazam, yeah. So, right. like... But he's, he's Shazam's Lex Luthor, though. I mean, kind of. 
who who is a bigger baddie for Shazam than? Oh, he doesn't like, have any other namesake ones, save yeah, the, the, the worm. Yeah. I can't remember Mr. Mime. No, that's not right. Oh, what is his name? He shows up in Black Hat or in uh, well, Shazam. He shows up at the end of it. Yeah, Mr. Um, Mr. Oh. But I mean, but who's who's a bigger bad guy for Shazam than Black Adam? I mean, he's he would be the biggest. But exactly. the way he sits now, it makes that's no sense. not the same thing. Like his the way even the backstory in this is different than the comic books. I mean, when it comes to the backstory, like it's entirely different. Now, granted, there is a more modern backstory that's a little more close to this. But the Mister Mind, Mister Mind, there you go. But even he's like when it comes to Rogue's, not compared to Black no, Adam, no. yeah. Rogue's gallery wise, those two are synonymously opposite each other, opposites opposites of each other. That was hard to say. Mm. But the the deal in the comic books is that. Black Adam was originally Mighty Adam, and he was the first choice of the Wizard Shazam and the Council to be this superhero for the people of Egypt, and blah, right. blah, 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 which that part is in the movie, except they switch it with it being the sun. So the twist in there is is a neat twist and gives us the anti-hero persona. It's one you see coming, though. It, it, nobody, I, I mean, everyone saw that, right? I mean. Before it happened? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I expected it. Really. Oh, really? I totally. No, I didn't. I didn't expect that to turn out to be two different people. The moment they didn't show his face, I was like, "That's his dad." Or his rock. Oh, right, the, right. The dad is rock. The rock. Which the CGI in that, by the way, looks oh, it's bad. terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> trying to try to put a skinny body on the rock, I'm sure is difficult. And, so and everything doesn't look great in this film. That's that. that you're right. Rock. That is one thing that did not look good. That's true. You are correct, sir. So some shining moments for me, obviously, I'm, I love Dr. Fate, I think he's fantastic, Pierce Brosnan absolutely does a wonderful job. Um, some interactions with the kid I think are really funny, um, especially with the catchphrase, which again, they leaned a little hard into, you know, our hero, you need a catchphrase, you can be marketed, blah, 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 blah. Um, destroying the Superman symbol, I think, in the bedroom was really funny, and obviously a call out um, when he's, 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 he drops the guy and... While he's flying, and he's like, "Tell him the man in black say you." Oh, and he's like, <laughs> "The guy's already gone." I laughed out loud at that. I was like, "That's that's really clever and funny." Um, leaving Doctor Fate um, to die, but yet still be able to come back, because obviously there's multiple Doctor Fates. Um, I really like. Um, yeah, and obviously now now that we're here, Superman. Henry Cavill the, is the best part of this film. Yep, I agree. There is no doubt about it. And, and so my dad, it's so funny, to, to, to be on brand here, my I, I called my dad after I saw this movie, and he's like, what'd you go see? I was like, Black Adam. He's like, huh? He's like, what is that? And I was like, well, I, I didn't really go to see Black Adam. I went to I went to see Superman. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, Superman shows up at the end. He's like, that's what you went to go see? Two minutes? Yep. And it was glorious. Yeah, that's the best part of the film. No doubt about it. A thousand percent. I agree. Agreed. I'm a, I'm I'm insanely surprised that you give it a what'd you say, a B plus? B minus. B minus? I'm more of like C C minus from probably C. Solid C. So when we were kids the the B scale was like eighty five to ninety two. Sure. So you basically gave it an eighty five percent. Okay. Which is like was no B yeah B minus would be eighty five to eighty five seventy no eighty five to ninety two was a B and then ninety three oh. to a hundred was an A in our when we were kids okay and so like an eighty five was a B minus so in my head when he says he gives it a B minus 
That's a high rating for something that I think is so terrible. Three three stars then? I guess two and a half would be I'm about half. medium on it. Yeah, about medium. Like there's plenty of things I like in it. As far as compared to other DC movies. That's fair. It's where it sits. It is a lot better than a lot of the DC movies out there. I, like I wouldn't we... even go that far. No? No. I wouldn't either. I don't think so. Do you like the Batman better, Josh? I did, 100%. Thank uh... you. Yeah, I knew he was going to hate on this. <laughs> I was literally in the shower, and I was like, we're going to talk about Batman. I have to say, I'd have to going to delay I'd... the podcast. No, I would have I to say, yeah. Be. Yeah, I like the Batman better. That's because, an easy one. Because I liked... Um, Pattinson. Pattinson as Batman sure. better than I like, and he looks great as yeah. Black Adam. But the fact that they made an entire movie with the f- I'm mean, okay. I I don't know why that's not a bigger deal to CBS. It's, so, it's a big deal to me. Which part? When we when we when we've spent like hours co- compiled on upon compiled upon compiled hours of conversation. About Thor Ragnarok, about how Chris Hemsworth doesn't talk like Thor, but yet, like, and the all-time biggest movie of, like, faux pas is how, like... Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner never even tries to speak in a British accent. He did agree with you. His point was that... I, I, I no, hold on. Okay. But like that, like this didn't bother him more. That it's just like he's the Rock, and he just speaks like a dude that grew up in Hawaii. And it's really, like, yeah. like it's just like I'm, I'm Dwayne the Rock Johnson. How's it going? Do you smell what Black Adam's cooking? That's literally how he talks. But like he didn't even have an accent. No, Everybody yeah. in the film has an accent, except people who are from America, like Adam Smasher. Who has an American accent? Right. Like, there's nothing American about Black Adam. Zero percent. Zero. Yeah. Like, you can actually get away with Chris Hemsworth being like, there. I've shown you like theories on the internet and all these kinds of things. There's been no other movies with Thor. Okay, but I've showed I've showed you theories as to why that it was made that way. Idiot. And it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) But he thought he talks. Chris Hemsworth talks closer to Thor than Black Adam and The Rock talk to somebody from Kondok, which it's a fake country, but it's it's in the Middle East. Right. Everybody speaks that way, and he he doesn't even try. Right. And it's so it takes me out of the film so much, it ruined it for me. It completely ruined it for me. And the fact that that doesn't bother you is at least as equally as much as the Chris Hemsworth thing blows my mind because you give you give Ragnarok like a one star. That's not true. Okay, what do you give it then? I think, oh, it, was a, I think it was a two. Okay, on a, on a you give this a B minus. What do you give that one? I would say the same. You literally give Ragnarok a B minus. I give it a B actually. No B on a grading scale of of letters like school. The only piece that really bothers me about it is Chris Hemsworth talking like Chris Hemsworth. The rest of the movie is fine. The rest of the story is fine. Everything moves great in it. As far as the movie is concerned, it's rewatchable. I've watched it more times than I've watched this thing. And I don't generally go back and watch those things super often. I really don't. So as far as like movies are concerned, I mean, I give it a B plus or an A minus. It's a good movie. I hate that Thor doesn't talk like Thor. It drives me nuts. 
had he never been in any other movie before that movie, and or in, if in the very, very first movie he just talked like himself, it wouldn't matter. It'd be fine. You already set the president. This is how Thor talks. Thor talks like Chris Hemsworth. Let's go surfing. Awesome. Well, you everyone thinks that. But anyway, so back to the fact that that bothers you so much and that you still give such a high rating blows my mind, especially being mm-hmm. like as poor of a DC film as it is and how it doesn't follow anything. Poor of a DC film, man. You stack to the next, the rest of the movies. It, Shazam is a far better film. Oh, oh yeah. Shazam. Shazam Shazam's is an A+. Plus oh, compared, for sure. If this is a B-, minus, Shazam is a A++++++. Plus 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 plus. Well, Shazam is fantastic. That's true. So it's just like... I mean, it, it, there's, it's the comparison. Like, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not understanding because it, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. And, and, and I would, I, I'm so not sure. My rating, my, my perception of the movie doesn't make sense to you. Okay, done and done. Gotcha. No, it's fine. But we're, we're talking about it. Like, but, on, but, on, I, I, there's so many. I have so many issues with it. They're like, I haven't even got to my rating yet. But like. Like the end of it, I'd like to get to. I don't want to like skip to the end, which is the best part. But even that part is terrible, in its own way. Which I want to get to because, like, why on earth? Why on earth? We're talking about the man of water thing. Is Superman working for her? Yeah, makes, I, I, makes absolutely no hundred percent none whatsoever. I'm with you, Amanda Wall. Like. Superman can see through people. He can hear their heartbeat. He knows how when people are evil. He just he just knows those things. Like with all of his, he's the man of tomorrow. How is he doing anything for her? And there's so many better ways to write that. I, I, any way you want. I mean, he can hear across the world. I heard that you're blah 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 blah, and I'm here to you know whatever. Not Amanda Waller sent me. I'm with you. I agree. Yeah, it is pretty questionable that part for sure. I agree. It's it it is just questionable. It she's makes it a, seem like Amanda Waller has him on speed dial, which she's an absolute brilliant uh, villain. Oh no, she's, she's great. Te- she's, and I think Viola Davis does a great job. That's what I mean. She's yeah. she is terrible. But there's like, no reason for her and, to be there. You you hate her. Yeah. And I love that. Like yeah. that's great. Yep. But like I just don't get like why like why would Superman even care? Like well, he would he would have already dealt with it. He wouldn't even need that phone call. He would have already no, dealt I, with it. Yeah, I like, agree. What's going on, man? I agree. Well, right, well, well, he wouldn't have been aware of it at all, but as a thing in general... You don't think he would have heard the clacking of she... thunder and explosions and been like, he he knows when things are going sure. on over the world. But she's also in charge of the JSA, which is questionable. Yeah, I agree. That's questionable, too. She's not in charge of JSA, yeah. Well, in the comic book, she's not. Right. But yeah, as far as the world and the way she's centered for the movies, appears to be that she's running multiple organizations. And neither would Hawkman. Hawkman wouldn't want anything to do with Waller. Not if he knew what the real Waller was. Exactly. So we have the two versions of Waller, which makes sense, I guess. I mean, she did run the JSA in a batch of the column books hmm. and also had the Suicide Squad running separately. Uh, that's when she looked like Halle Berry in the comics, which wasn't during New 52. But, you know, we went back to the normal look and dropped that. So so I guess it is true she has done both things in the comics. I forgot about that till just now when I was thinking about it. What were you going to say, Huff? I'm looking at the guy's filmography that wrote the screenplay. Tell us. And yeah. I can tell for sure that's why I don't like the story. Uh, Maid of Honor from 2008. Dog shit. I know some people at this table liked Due Date. I thought it was horrible. What's that one? That's the, the one, one with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Oh, I did like that one. Cross the country. It I, was funny. I didn't like that one. 
uh, an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie I haven't heard of. <laughs> Wait a minute. They is got it, Alvin and the Chipmunks writer to write this, a blockbuster rock film. No, 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 no. It's called, it was seven years ago, it's called... The Squeakquel? Road, road Chip? Road Chip. <laughs> I don't know. I bet Jason is in that. Probably. Uh, Rampage, which I also did not like. With The Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like that. I thought I would, and that was not good. The video game's better. Whiskey Cavalier, I have no idea what that is. And before Black Adam, he did the 2020 Scooby movie that was called Scoob. That never came out? Huh. Or no, the, is, that came the, out. The, is that the animated one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Cav- Whiskey Cavalier was a TV show. Oh, was it? Yeah. So that's what's on his list. All right. So they didn't <laughs> spend the big bucks on a screenwriter. They did not. Or they just found this and said, oh, this looks like a good script. They went through it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, since he did Rampage with The Rock, maybe they were homies and The Rock had something to do with That'd be a good possibility. getting them on board, too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. maybe. But I also feel like they lean in really hard, by the way, because we're talking about the bikes are on TV right now. They lean into this uh, energy that, what do they use energy-wise for that, CBS? Vibranium. No. <laughs> it's wrong universe. It's basically vibranium. I don't know what they call it. But it's a metal. Is that what I, I was just reading about that? But it's a metal that eternium? only comes... Eternium? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They lean... Ex- exactly. It's vibranium. They, mm-hmm. they, they tried to do what Black Panther did, only they only half did it. They were like, oh, we'll just kind of bring it up, and then, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Again, I, I give I give it a C. To, you know. The bummer is I actually like the director... The director did Jungle Cruise. I thought that was really good. I actually did like that movie. The Commuter, Run All Night, a bunch of Liam Neeson movies that I liked. Hmm. Orphan, like House of Wax. Uh, He has a lot of good movies. House of Wax? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes director can't save a movie. No, he doesn't have anything to do with the writing, right? So. Alright, so you want to do. Top five score. So, uh, what are we, how we're doing this letter grade? Like, no, two, no, one through five. One through five is how we usually do it. With so the, I give I give it a two and a half. Before we go there, oh, just know that Jordan Peele was originally offered the chance to direct this film. Oh, really? But he declined, saying I'm not a fan of superhero movies, and I'd hate to take a chance away from a director who is passionate about them. I don't think, even though I like this director, that he's passionate about superhero movies. I'll say that much. <laughs> well, this guy took it for the money grab because Jordan Peele's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but good on Jordan Peele. Like, I'm trying to think what that would look like. It'd be, it'd be very different from what we get from his other movies. I, I bet there's a. I don't there's think this a, fits his style. That's there's the a movie reason. out there that could fit his style. This isn't it. Yeah. I but think there's he, one out there. I could see him doing it. Obviously, from what he said, he never will. But he's done. Co- I mean, he can do comedy and he can do like that's yeah. true. Yeah, scary he had, he stuff. Could, he like, could nail the he, formula. He could, he could do it. Like, he could definitely do it as long as he has the passion for it. Yeah, I'm not saying he can. I just I I think that I'm. He's I'm good. Trying en- to picture in my mind what that would look like. He's good enough to like whatever he has passion for. He can make. Happen. I agree. Okay. I think it'd have to be like a super indie superhero kind of situation. Like more of a more of an off brand type. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot of styles of, of characters out there that are that way, so 
I mean, I'm sure there's something that would fit both those sides of things if he was to, if he was to elect to do it. But in the grand scope of comic books, not all of them are not all of them are uh, flavored the same way as so, the yeah, Marvel his DC movies universe. have that exact formula. They do. Yeah. They totally do. Now they really they think do. about it. So you remember Vanish from a couple weeks ago we did on the Top Five Comics podcast? Yeah. Vanish? Yeah. I can see him doing a Vanish book. Sure. Issue three of that came out this week. I can see him doing that. They're pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 still good. Nice. Donnie Cates is it's great. But it has that style because it has like a dark grit to it and the amount of like how things are slightly twisted with the uh, basically we're done with the idea since since Huff doesn't ever seen this thing, which I should probably make you see it because it's awesome. Yeah. If you ever got faced with the choice of, okay, so in Harry Potter, do you think if Harry Potter had a five millimeter or a nine millimeter, he'd kill Voldemort? I I would like to say yes. This book kind of answers that. (laughs) Okay. What's what's a five millimeter? You know, I meant nine. Okay, just check. And it came out wrong. I, I was trying to think. Of, fine. I, I was just, trying to think of a small caliber gun, it's all good. like a mechanical pencil. And I yeah, come up with. I mean, that's the only thing that would make sense for five. Yeah, I was like, what's? A, I, yeah. I was just making sure I didn't know what no, I was no, talking. about. I was good. like, what's a five millimeter? No, you're good. Yeah, I was trying. To think of, I was trying to think of a small caliber gun. Nine, nine, nine's perfect. And I couldn't come up with anything that made sense gotcha. in my brain. Gotcha. I wasn't making funny. I was like, no, no, you're wrong? good. You're good. I'm getting plenty of that tonight, so you're fine. So this is like an alternate universe kind of thing. Like, what if? No, yeah. it's, it's its own universe. It's in, it's not connected to Marvel or DC. It's not. It's its yeah. own. It's an image book, so it's not connected to anything at all. all right. It's its own. It's its own universe. I would love to see an image universe, man. They make so many good things. They do have a lot of good books, but the thing is, most of their books don't live in the same universe. I mean, yeah. like Spawn doesn't really connect to anything anymore. I mean, back in the early days, they made it connect to like Young Blood and a few of the other books going on because they mix brand characters. I lied. I changed my mind. I want a vault. You want a vault series? Yeah, a vault, a vault universe. Okay, that would be so cool. That it, it would be really cool. They have a lot of cool stuff. They do. Every time you bring me a vault book, I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah, they have a lot of cool books. Well, Barbaric's getting to be more and more popular. What was the other one? Blue Flame. Blue I loved Flame. that one. Yeah. Man. Gosh, that book was great. So, like series wise, I mean, they don't necessarily connect to each other either. But that Barbaric series is getting ready to have its third installment of books come out starting in January. Wow. And it's uh, the, the first two are still three parts, and they did the one shot in the middle. Right. Um, but the next one's a four part, and then uh, it's called uh, Barbaric Hell to Pay. And they're following that up with another mini series. They're, they're calling at least the initial title is uh, Queen of Swords. So I think it's dealing with a different character. But it, until we get there, I mean, they, they just put the name on a list of things, just like how Marvel's like, oh, here's a list of movies, and sure. we all guess about it. But it's really cool. They're doing more than one one book for next year. So yeah. that's really neat. Yeah. I mean, both uh, Michael Morisi and uh, Nathan Gunner are just fantastic. Um, both really cool guys, too. So, like, that's that's great that's going as good as it is. And it's pretty popular. It's about a barbarian with a cursed axe. And the axe talks to him and it's gets blood, blood. bloodthirsty. It's, cool. it's great. No, it's great. The art's great. The story's fun. It's Yeah, it's really good. Barbaric is awesome. Actually, you probably like that one better than... I mean, Vanish is really good, too, and it's more modern, but... Barbaric's a little easier to read into, and is like the style of writing for it fits. Is just really neat the way it's done. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So as far as score, it's uh, one through five. Tyler Brown gave it a two. Two. You said two and a half. Yeah, I mean by proxy for my initial score, sure. And to be fair, I, I get what you're saying in in the DC realm of films. In it's not terrible. Movies, it, it, the way it, the way it fits is okay. It's and not I, terrible. I don't dislike it. 
And I'll, I give you, there's plenty of problems, but I have problems with literally everything. If Dr. Fate wasn't in this movie, I'll tell you, though. I, 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 uh, yeah, if they would put somebody else I in there. Been, I would have been bumped. I don't, I don't think I would have liked that at all. <laughs> when it comes to characters from the JSA, he's... He's a big deal. I mean, he is. I mean, the only character that could have done it... I don't know. It still wouldn't have been the same either. Like, if we try to put Alan Scott in there, it would make literally no sense and completely break everything. Oh, so, like, or Jay Garrick. Or, yeah, yeah, if we put him in there, too, it would completely break everything. Yep. So, as far as choices, you didn't have a lot of other ones. I guess you could have done Wildcat. More Wildcat's a fighter guy. Or Stargirl. Well, Stargirl you could have done. Ugh, so many people you could do for the JSA besides the ones you did. You got a problem with Dr. Fate? Dr. Fate's the only good one. Okay. That's it. That's, no. the, only, that's the only one I care about. Yeah, I thought I thought the portrayal of Hawkman was garbage. Well, that's what I said earlier. It's 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 overacted, in my opinion, for sure. It could have gone to two different people. Yeah, before what's his name, Aldis? Who'd they want? Hodge got it. Look at you with your trivia here. You're you're just killing it. Army Hammer, really? Or Alexander Skarsgård? Speaking of killing awesome. it, <laughs> Army Hammer would have been awesome. Even after watching House yeah. of Hammer, that would have been awesome. Who was the second one? I'm sorry, Alexander Skarsgård. And both those looks with yeah. the two, actually. They probably wanted a person of color. Yeah. I, yeah. That's probably why. Yep. Man. Um, you want to score this thing, Josh? I just think Black Adam would have cut him in half. Who? In the movie. Hawkman? He just, like, kind of, oh, like, yeah. he kind of tolerates him, and he just, like, he murders everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of tolerates this guy that's, like, the most annoying of everybody that bothers him. And he just kind of tolerates him. He's like, yeah, I'll deal with this guy. I'll let him get, I'll, I'll let him club me a few times. Just kind of push him away. Like, really? And I don't think Hawkman could stand toe to toe with Black Cat. That's what I'm, that's literally what I'm saying. They portray him as able to have a battle with him. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, no. He walks through walls like it's nothing, and then you have some guy with a mace, and all of a sudden he can hit him with it. No. Yeah, the mace he's using is also supposed to be made of Inth Metal, which, uh, okay. Slightly. And he does charge it up with his own lightning at one point. Yeah. That's fair. It's different. It's not. It's not just a normal weapon. It's. It's a heightened, different. It's a different style weapon. Okay. It's not the same as. It's not exactly the same as. It, it has mean, special it, properties. It doesn't yeah. mean that he can't cut Hawkman in half himself with his Agreed. lightning. Sure. Agreed, yeah. But he can't cut. He him, literally though. melts people. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. The problem with if this it wasn't film, too... Nth, if it wasn't for his armor suit and his nth metal, I, I would completely agree. If he's just a normal dude in regular gear, even a flak jacket's not going to do anything against the lightning, but the nth metal itself absorbs, too. That's the kind of... It's just like vibranium, like you guys said. It's like vibranium. You don't think that he could just, like, light him up from, like, melt him from the inside? I mean, maybe. Like, as a thing in general, I think he could handle all of them differently anyway. But as far as choices in the world are concerned, I mean... When it comes to fights or whatever, his Google Translate was glitch glitched now, and he was talking like an American, so that he has how he <laughs> had enough problems there. So <laughs> I just don't understand that, like in this day and age, you can't say the c word, the f word, or any word, but you could melt people in there, melt people with electricity, and that's not that big a deal. That's the problem with America. That's the problem with society. Does anyone think that James Gunn coming on board after this film comes out, he could say? Maybe that's not a part of what we're moving forward with. Melting people? No, just this in general, Black Adam. Or this universe moving forward. I mean, you could probably say it, but I don't think there's enough money to make that be a thing. No, I think that actually they're going to use this as a jump-off point. I agree, but I... I'd say this and then the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker will probably be 
biggest points that they lean from. I don't necessarily think we're going to get a Supermaker Peacemaker, which I don't think should, Superman Peacemaker, which I don't think should be a thing at all, because Superman's not that. I think what they're probably building to, which everything I've read, is that they're building to a Superman Black Adam, like Face Off, which is like, but, mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, whatever, but like Shazam and Black Adam, or not Peacemaker, sorry, a Superman Black Adam Face Off. But, like, they should be building to a Shazam Black Adam face-off. Right. But then they've already given Shazam, like, 15 siblings, which is... I'm not so sure about that. There's not. There's, there's, I mean, it's the same as in the comic books. Yeah. Did they skip to that a little fast? Maybe. I mean, it does come along pretty quickly in the books, too. Mm. So, $195 million is the estimated budget. Right now, it's at a gross of $378 million. So... It's doing okay. It's doing okay. It's not a banger. It's not Endgame. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Speaking of Endgame, I didn't bring it up in the in the news, and I wanted to. Did anybody see the James Cameron thing? Then he's like, "This the new Avatar has to be like the second most highest grossing movie ever in order to break even." Wow, that's uh, that's rough. He also says, "Good somebody- luck with that, buddy." <laughs> He also said something about that he's going to have to train a protege because, like, he's by the time die, he gets yeah. to six or seven, yeah. he's going to be, like, 90 years old. And I'm like, you're planning on making six or seven of these things? Yes, he is. It's ridiculous. Well, he said, I read somewhere that he said if the next, these next two that they they filmed back to back, right? I didn't hear. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, The next two they did, yeah. Oh, okay. If they don't have somewhere close to the success of the first one, they're not going to make... Four and five or whatever. Hopefully makes not. sense. I hope. So I'm personally, I'm not even going to watch it if it comes free. Like I, if it's on Plex, I'm not watching it. I refuse to watch this film. Mm. I'm not watching it in any way, shape, or form. I'm boycotting this film. I'm sitting at the front of the bus on this film. I'm not interested to see it. I'm, I'm with you. I'll, if it was free, I'd watch it. But I'm not. I probably won't check it out. I'll the watch it. No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not even going to do not that. Theater. I'm it, not even going to give give it. The, I'm not. Nope. Not even doing it. I'm so angry. Still, not even doing it. That was a waste of two and a half hours of my life. But I'm never getting back. And time is all we have. Will you score this movie, please? Black Adam one. Black Adam one. Okay. I'm I'm gonna agree with and it you. Only and gets, give it a two. two. It only gives it only gets a one because Superman shows up in it, and Doctor Fate is amazing. He's like, well, I love Doctor Fate. So. Me too. Superman, the Superman scene is the best scene I because agree. they like played it. Dun, 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 it dun, was dun. great. They like has the music and everything. Henry Cavill coming score. back as Superman is amazing, but we all knew that was gonna happen before <laughs> the movie even came out because the Rock they ruined it. The Rock ruined it. Is that Hans who did I Man wonder- of Steel? Huh? Did Zimmer, Zimmer. Did, did, did Zimmer do Man of Steel? I thought so. Yeah. What's he being Well, I wonder if the release of that information was to f- hype people to go. Because like you said, you went because of... Absolutely. So, maybe it was just really smart planning. Right? It was infuriating when I first saw it, because I was like, okay. But I think maybe it was done on purpose, marketing-wise, to draw people to it because of that. Then they did a smart thing. No, I... That's, I'm just saying, I think it was on purpose. I don't think it was as, as much of an accident as what we were led to believe. But it still was aggravating as a thing for any, no surprise whatsoever to things. I mean, I was kind of surprised we had hardcore in the movie. So, like, 
the fact she made it from Suicide Squad and Peacemaker into Black Adam. Where is she in this movie? She is the blonde agent in the prison, locking him up in the prison. Oh, it is her. Okay. Yep. Waller says to say hi. Oh, yep. all right. So, Got it. Like, the continuity is there from other things. I recognized her. Yeah. So, like, if you're building a universe four from here, there's at least continuity between three or four pieces if you wanted it to be. All right, we all scored it. Anything else? Do you have any other trivia over there, Huff? No, I went through most of it. No, I Good job. You did good. I had some trivia. No, I... Me, yeah. He he did a good job. No, I had some trivia. You did did okay. I did. did You did epic, Josh. That's all I needed. You did epic. You're getting at the source for Christmas. And this epic Christmas. segment was brought to you by Pillsbury. Nothing says lovin' like something from the oven. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's, That's beautiful. pretty amazing, actually. That's, that was fantastic. Did you write that yourself, or did they send it to you? I did a bunch of research today. Man. We needed to make this work. Got it. We did. Hmm? Some swear words that I did not get to. You guys ready? Ready. I'm ready. Oh, pook. We still have Guardians of the Galaxy to talk to. So oh, yeah, we still got more time go. for you to. He has nothing nonsense. bad to say about that. Also, yes. Peepo, peepo belly burn drawers. What? Peepo belly burn drawers. <coughs> Cheese and rice. That's I a good one. That. Rat fink. I used a couple times. Gosh darn. I used a couple times. Dank tootin'. I used a couple times. Sugar jets. I used a couple times. Mister P- Mister Padinky seems like something I'll put into my vocabulary on a regular basis. That sounds like something you would say. I like sugar jets. Sugar jets. Um, flapjacks. You did that. Flapjacks. You did that when you talked about me. Fire truck. I think it's a good one. Mm. And then Jack Wagon. But we also heard that well because that's technically racist. Jack Wagon? Mm-hmm. Well, the 1950s were very racist. Fair. So let's move on. What's next, CBS? I didn't know. I, I didn't realize we were doing that as well. Oh, yeah. You said it. I said, et cetera, whatever. I kind of just put it out there. This is only 45 minutes, so I mean, we can. We're only at 45 minutes? No, we can. The, the, the special. Which it was, yeah, you're right. I'm sure. Well, we should end it on a good note. I haven't said the C word once. <laughs> All right, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Let's talk about it. T Huff? No, let's go backwards this time. Oh, let's go backwards? Right, go CBS. Back. It's fine. You're up. No, we're going backwards this time. You start this time. Why is that backwards? Because he went and then we went he this went. way. Oh, I okay, see. Stupid order. <laughs> We don't counterclockwise. That's what that's yeah, called. Right. Oh, no, I like it. It's good. It's fun. As far as, uh, there's plenty of things in there that are freaking awesome. I don't know if I need that su- second song or not, but I like the rest of it just fine. I like that it has the Saturday Night Live song in it, but it's by the other artists that did it. The Christmas one. I think that's great. You don't need the Kevin Bacon part at the end? I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I could have gone without the song. I hate that song. I'm not a fan of that song at all. I think Kevin Bacon's a fine singer, and if he wrote that song, uh, well, I mean, he maybe needs to talk to me about writing. It's not like a, a god awful song, but I, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the song. The rest of the movie I like just fine. The only real complaint I, I would really have is an actual complaint. I expected more Kevin Bacon, and there's not enough bacon in the movie for me. There's enough Kevin Bacon in the movie, but it's not the character of Kevin Bacon he's playing. Under Mantis's, you no, know, whatever. I'm, I'm fine with that either way, whether okay. it's him being mind control or not mind control or whatever. 
as far as personality, once she tells him to be with us because you want to be with us, in theory, he should have still been being Kevin. He was still being Kevin Bacon. He was just a Kevin Bacon and liked the idea of what he was doing. It wasn't like she was manipulating everything he said, which is why when she's like, yeah, you need to be a hero, then his four versions of heroes weren't right heroes. When what she wanted was him to be Kevin Bacon as a hero. So, like, it's not straight up mind control, it's influence. So, like, as far as him being himself, I. I don't necessarily feel like that's completely gone from there. I just expected more Kevin Bacon shenanigans that we didn't get. And I don't know if, I don't know if that made it any, it's still super fun. I mean, I've watched it twice and it's only been out for a week. So I I like it. It's fun. Like, uh, I think the whole ending sequence is amazing. I think that's really cool. I like how all the weird kitschy things during the song, clearly you need to have a song because all the pieces that happen and even when, uh, what's her name? Um, Nebula's trying to dance to it, and you can't dance to it because it's not a danceable song, is hilarious. It's like, all those pieces are great. I mean, I kind of like to know where the idea came from. Was it like they were on the set, and James Gunn's just like, you know what we could also do with all this? Christmas special. Or what exactly? Um, Does it matter where it came from? No, not really. It's fantastic. Exactly. So as far as pieces, I mean, it's fun, and it's good. I like it. So you went from it's okay to it's fantastic, so we need to... we need to. Yeah, it's still okay. Score-wise, if we're, we're, we're going to okay. get the scores, there are plenty of things great about this, too. Just like Black Adam. There's plenty of things in Black Adam that I think are great. So you wanted more more Kevin Bacon? More Kevin Bacon, for sure. 100%. Not enough bacon in the, in the mix for me. The rest of it's fine. I mean, as far as story's concerned, it's an interesting enough story. It's basically like Zombieland, Bill Murray scenes. Like, if you would put Bill Murray in there more... Sure. Would have been too much? You know, I don't know. Can you ever have too much Bill Murray? You know... I'm using that as an example because that's a feature-length film, and it's also Bill Murray, but, like, Kevin Bacon's kind of lame. I, I, okay. Well, by himself, he's not the same personality style as uh, as uh, Bill is. Bill's more of a... Well, he's a comedian, so yeah. it's, it's an entirely different thing. I just expected more Kevin Bacon from it is all. Would that have been bad or he's, good? He's, I mean, he's I don't in know. A, he's in it a ton. Oh. But they've been talking about Kevin. I see what he's saying. They were talking about Kevin Bacon being the hero since of the first Earth. Movie. Yeah, since you know, three All movies the way ago. since the first movie. He's like, he's in it a ton. Hmm. I didn't feel like there was enough Kevin Bacon stuff in it. Like, what, I, I would have liked What would more. you have added? I mean, at this point, the only thing you could add is a dance number because of Footloose. So the fact there isn't a dance number in it kind of like surprises me. That's shocking. Dude. Doesn't matter. It he's does. Still, he's still done appearances on the Tonight Show doing he's it. He's not eighty. Even if he was, look it up. Look how old he is. He's not. Oh, he's not young. He's not eighty. I'm gonna go sixty. Regardless of whether he is or not, just like John Travolta doing the what's that Saturday Night Fino? What's the movie with him and the girl with the car and they fly up in space? Grease. Yes, doing the Grease dance number with her, like only like months before she died. Libby Newton-John. Libby Newton-John, that's the one. You could have done something with him. Now, do I expect him to be doing the exact Footloose dance? No. I mean, like you said, he's gotten to be old. And maybe there is a medical thing that you can't do. 64 years old. There you go. That's pretty old. I'm not saying it's not. And you expect him to do a dance number? Not the same to level. To what song? Dance you already oh, think it's too man, many songs. Footloose, for sure. What's what's the one they do? It's in- Christmas. It's a Christmas Doesn't thing. matter. Well, you know, in that case, Christmas flavored. Let's see, what can we do? You could. There's a million songs you could pick. That's also something that's weird. You and me talked about this the other day. We did. But he also you want to talk about it? You want me to talk about it? Go on ahead. I'll follow you because it feels like I'm just talking all the time. No, no, go. I hate doing this. You're, do. you're doing great. I so hate. I have your. You have my support. Go. Okay. Fifty percent of your podcast. Answer. So that's why. As it's far the point. as a thing, it's like 
you recast part of the movie. And what I mean by that is in the first two movies, the soundtrack is clearly a cast member of the movie. Not one particular song, but the style of music that it is and the impact it has on the film in general. Both those movies, the soundtrack is like a character. And sold gangbusters, by the way. Every single one of those soundtracks True. sold gangbusters. But regardless of making money and being awesome, it's like another character. You come to this movie, and it's a character too, but it's like you recast the character entirely. So be like if you went from Morgan Freeman or uh, Sam Jackson to Tracy Morgan. Both great. Tracy Morgan's amazing. He's hilarious. He's great. Both other guys are awesome, too, but they're very different guys. So you're recasting the soundtrack. is like a totally different dude. I think the difference is that you don't know the songs as, as well. And I think that, like, as far well, as... Well, two J- of them are brand new songs, and two of the other ones are cover songs by other people. The ones in the middle, okay, sure. The, the, the song that the movie starts with is not a cover song. It's by the Pogues. It's a fairy tale of New York, and it's a very famous Christmas song. And I didn't say all of them were. In I know, but I'm saying, but like that's that that song bookends it, and so like okay, that's like that song alone, like that song with all the other stuff that the new stuff in it, like James Gunn being who he is and making those soundtracks, like the fairy tale of New York is such an iconic song in that genre of music when he made the Guardian soundtracks. And the fact that he chose that song as a Christmas song instead of like a Mariah Carey song or some other stupid Christmas song is amazing. Like that that blew me away that he chose that song because that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. And like, like, and he bookends the thing with, with it. You ready? Like, yeah. Dead by Xmas, Hanoi Rocks, Christmas Treat. Julian Casablanca's Mrs. Claus. What? Julian Casablanca's is from The Strokes. Okay. Mrs. Claus, Little Jackie, Just Like Christmas, Low, Christmas Time, The Smashing Pumpkins, Fairy Tale of New York, The Pogos, featuring Christy McCall. Pogues. The Pogues. I'm sorry, not Pogos. Christmas Wrapping, The Waitress, Is This Christmas, The Wombats, I Want an Alien for Christmas, Fountains of Wayne, Here Comes Christmas, Here It Is Christmas with Kevin Bacon and the Old 97s. And then you have the opening song, which I believe is the old 97s. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. So a really long title. Yeah. Uh, it, listen, <clears throat> again, CBS and I talked about this, and I'm, I'm, I'm on board. There is a plethora, myriad, fathom of different Christmas songs you could have used. Are these great songs? Yeah, I liked them. But again, it's like having Morgan Freeman versus Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan's fine. This is a fine list. They're different. It's not. It, it's a different character. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. I, mean, I, no, I, 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 I thousand percent disagree. Okay. That's fine. You're also a different um, music listener than I am, obviously. I like Limp Bizkit. You do not. Um, nothing? Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> You wanted me to jump in there? Anybody. I thought there for sure was going to be interjection. Definitely uh, not. But. <laughs> it's just different. It's it's different. You're a very eclectic music listener, and I listen to you know, not as much eclectic but like, as, as you do. Huff and me went years making Christmas playlists together, and so like a lot of these songs, like we know. Yeah, I knew. All of it. I, except for the new 90%. one. 90%. Yeah, except for the new one. Like, like It was yeah. kind of like, it's all stuff I that know, I've they're all. It's all shit on my... I started making a Christmas playlist just to like add some new stuff here and there yesterday, 
And like I, most of those songs I put on it already. I already knew about them. Hmm. So well, and maybe that's just the difference between this side of the table and that. But yeah, like if you're not, I mean, we we know them. Okay. I wouldn't say well, but, the percentage of songs you said you knew. I don't feel like it's any different than the percentage of songs I knew. See, and I only knew. Yeah. Okay. Two of them, I think. And I also think that it's just like. I'm not saying it's a bad soundtrack. That's not agreed. What yeah, so don't it, misunderstand. It's, it's different. It's not saying it's a bad soundtrack. It's saying it's a different character playing the part. I think it's, but I think see that that's where I disagree. You're saying a different character playing the part, and you, I, I'm saying it's just like the part you guys think that should be, be being played by Morgan Freeman. He just likes his Christmas music more, like a little bit like more alternative rather than just like the twelve. Days of Christmas songs, like you, you got to figure James Gunn's gonna pick the more, the more interesting Christmas songs, like, like. But majority it, of the other it, songs in, in the in the first two Guardians movies, <clears throat> it's it's tapes that his mom made for him, right? And like this is more like it's this is this it's 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 the alternative, it's the crew, it's the craziness of the of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like so, like that's why it is what it is. Okay. So, I mean, that, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think they're different. Like, if the soundtrack is what you guys, what you guys are talking about, like, I think that, I, I think it's the same thing. I think it's just being, it's just being like, it's, it's, it's James Gunn. James Gunn is that, like, that, the soundtracks of those films are brilliant. And just like this, like, James Gunn is that character. And it's just like, I think that, like, I, I wouldn't call the soundtrack to this brilliant. There. That's it. Like as as far as Christmas, I I was like, this is amazing. I was like blown away. Like, like I remember sitting like, like I remember sitting in my mom and dad's garage, putting together, like having gone through a crazy like horrible breakup with my fiance, and like I was alone on Christmas, and I was like, it was just Lucy and me sitting in in my parents' garage, and I was putting together Christmas toys for my, my nieces and my nephews because my parents went to bed and my sisters went to bed and all that kind of stuff. And I was out there all by myself and I was drinking whiskey and I put on my Christmas playlist and Fairytale New York came on and I was bawling my eyes out. So that song means the world to me. So that's like a different, like again, different, different experiences. Sure. So, but like that, like that song being, I was like, oh my gosh. To be and deal. so, so when I said that, that like, this is what what was the word that I used that you said I, I knew? epic epic. So as far as Christmas specials go, on the Christmas specials list, it is epic because there's a lot of Christmas specials and there's a lot of garbage Christmas specials. And as far as on the list of Christmas specials goes, it is an epic Christmas special. I would say Hawkeye is an epic Christmas special. That's a, it, that's a, that's a TV show. That's fine. That's fine. It's still an epic Christmas special in comparison to this. It's like the Star Wars Christmas special. Garbage. <laughs> but that, but that, as far <laughs> as like Christmas specials go. Good lord. Charlie Brown Christmas. Epic. Epic, yeah. Charlie See, that's, that, that's, that's your scale. I don't put this on par with Charlie Brown's Christmas. I do. I, that's how good. I, that's how much I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. I'm getting you a thesaurus. <laughs> you cannot use epic for everything, man. You just can't. Well, CBS I, has changed his grading system when he talks to us. You need to change your vocabulary. He gives everything a B. No, he has and not. Everything's either all right or good or great or okay or all right. <laughs> he is absolutely. He goes back and me. forth and he gives everything a B. Yeah, you're killing me. This, I, I'm ready. I'll, I'll, I'm diving in. I like it. It's it's good. Is it epic? No. Endgame is epic. Infinity War is epic. 
as 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 a gigantic superhero genre massive. Return film. of the King is epic, but as a Christmas special, it is an epic Christmas special. Everything has its own scale. On on down that scale to Chris the Christmas specials, like Die Hard, yeah, great like, Christmas special, epic. Like, uh, Die Hard's a movie. Shh. Die Hard's a film. Sorry, different. I, different. I, I can understand where he's coming just, from. I'm just, his category he's built is very. I'm just small. throwing. I'm just throwing. Yeah, and it's a niche category yeah. which that he's working from. This so is that's like different. You got to think too. This is something they filmed on like a Tuesday afternoon. While everybody also was in the middle in the middle of filming Guardians Guardians Three. I get like, it. There are some great moments in this, and I like a lot of things. What I call it epic, no. Then but, getting drunk is hilarious. I don't think I laughed as funny as th- that as I did. Her yelling at Dr- like nobody yells at Drax, and she just yells at Drax constantly. Like she, fi- somebody finally sent me just like yelling at him, and I was like, la- I was laughing so hard, it was like just like her, just like, Hah! and I was just like, nobody yells at Drax like that. Everybody else just kind of deals with the craziness. I. Uh- the arm to rocket is perfect. So good. It's perfect. It's so good. The end scene with the lights and the, 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 uh, you know, it, it, I, I have two thoughts on this. So her telling Drax that I'm his sister felt a little pushed. Well, but at the end, it's so organic and so loving and so beautiful. But they don't they don't touch on it enough in Guardians Two though. No, it's I, not I, in there at all. It's not in there at all. Yeah, but they, they, they you hint, assume, but they hint at it. Yes, they do. And the fact that they put it in this thing is really cool. No, I thought it was cool in the beginning. I thought it was a little. It, it just felt forced. But again, okay. at the but this, end, but this is one of those situations with dialogue. If they would have never put that dialogue in there, CBS would be like, well, they would have just put dialogue in this says, hey, we're brother and sister. I mean, maybe they would. This is that moment. This is what? that moment that CBS always talks about. They just put a little bit of dialogue in there, and they put that dialogue in there, and they're brother and sister now. He's comparing what we said about Hawkman Just, ev- just everything. Just, CBS yeah. always talks like if they would have just put that one sentence of dialogue, they put the one sentence of dialogue in a Christmas special just to – just to they ass- I, you assume it again. at the end of Guardians 2. You assume that, that – because – you know what I mean? No, I get it. But in this, they put the one sentence of dialogue in there, and, I, and they and make it a really touching moment. The end is beautiful. Did I tear up? Absolutely. Absolutely did. I thought it was very beautiful. It's super heartwarming. And Chris Pratt and Palm, I cannot say her last name, kill it. They absolutely killed that moment. Um, it, it, it's wonderful. Groot looks so weird. Because he's in his yoked, like I get he's like, it. He's he's like his twenty something yoked. I get it. it. It just looks stupid. It's so hilarious. It's, it, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looks stupid. <clears throat> he's just he's in his he's like twenty something like I college. Like he's like I'm goo. Yeah, I get it. I just thought it was silly looking. Um, more Kevin Bacon would have been nice. Um. The elf that he steals and he's obsessed with the elf from the yard is funny. Um, yeah, it, it, there are some great parts, but again, I, I don't know if I would call it. <sighs> All right, Josh, if I have to put it on a Christmas special scale, I get what you're saying. There's just not a lot of Christmas specials. Yeah. It, yeah. But, but there's tons and tons of them. Well, there really I think are, that you like- can put it on the same level as like, as far as Christmas specials go, TV episodes. 
Exactly. Is, That's it, a yeah. Christmas special. Yeah, a Christmas you know? special. Is it in Hawkeye Count again? Thank you. Well, it's, that's it's a television the, series. That's a whole All six episodes. Christmas. But the last episode is on Christmas or close to the Christmas. The entire show is about Christmas. Is on Christmas, though. <sighs> it is during the two days. Two and and that sh- that's yeah, the best. Right, that's right. the best Marvel show that there is that they made so far. Your opinion, but okay. Which one was? Which one did you think was better? I forgot which one we made a list. <laughs> you can't even. You can't remember what you said it was. The, but, no, I think I did say Hawkeye was my favorite. But Mikey, Mikey just told me the other morning. He came to work. He's like, "Hey, man." The boys and me watched the the Hawkeye show the, this weekend. We binged it. It's so, it's good. so good. We've watched it twice already. Yeah. It's so good. I'm like, I know. He's like, I'm so, I'm bummed. I missed. It. I'm bummed. I waited so long. And I was like, thank you. I guess if I have to put it in that in 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 your box, I have never had a Christmas special make me tear up before, and I definitely felt there. Close. You go. There you go. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm a, I, I I'm still buying you a thesaurus because you need a better word than epic, but legendary. That's even that's even higher than epic. Yeah, classic. There you go. That's, classic. Is that's the top, top. That's no. That's <laughs> below epic. Charlie Brown Christmas is classic. It's the best of the best. It's classic. Charlie Brown has Christmas to do with is age the best as well. Of the best. I I get what you're saying. Again, it did it did make me you know definitely have a lot of emotions that were beautiful and it is wonderful. I like that they didn't put. I mean. Kevin Bacon was in there just enough. I, I guess I, I I don't think he needed more. Kevin I don't Bacon. see how he could have been in there. Yeah, it was, he was in there just the perfect amount. I, I guess don't know, like forty minutes. I'm just saying, dance number. I guess I get. I, I thought you're it was, just mad that there's no Footloose. It's true. That's it. But you haven't even seen Footloose. <laughs> I st- what? Are you cr- on crack over there? Yes. That, makes, I don't, that explains everything. I don't. Actually. I don't think you've even seen <laughs> Footloose. Ooh, it's perfect. I, I saw that new one with so that weird kid. So explains it. My that, God, that, it makes, makes so much more sense, sense now. He, yeah. Man, this whole night I was confused. Now I completely. You've understand. never even driven a tractor. You don't even know anything. That's not true. I've never I driven actually, a tractor. I was going to say I can see CBS. Actually, I've driven, I I've driven actually have driven a tractor. I've driven a tractor. I've never raced a tractor. I've never raced a tractor. They didn't race in a field. They raced in a ditch. No, I've never raced a tractor. Yeah. Body's moving like this, like it's going so fast, but then it's going ten miles. They're just hard to, like, they're just hard to ride, man. There's no like, yeah. It's there's the way the seats are built. There's no, I guess newer ones must be built different. They just, they just drive them. It's not a big deal. They throw you the old, old ones, man. Yeah, they, there was no like, you either, yeah. either you were on really, really, really hard springs or you were on really, really loose springs. Yeah. It bounds you around. Depends how soft your butt is, I guess. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I guess that's probably true. So, yeah, whatever. Do I have an ad for soft butts? I'd be an surprised ad? if you didn't. I don't think I do. Anyways, it, 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 I think if... Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Kevin Bacon. I guess I expected Kevin Bacon to be different, maybe. But I don't know what I expected. But it's The good. fact that they made fun of actors so hard about how like they're just like the most terrible people in the, like, the galaxy is so funny. Hmm. Like when they're like, he's an actor. He's the, the worst people in the... Like, uh, and... And Mantis, like, having a little bit more of a personality because she's so, like, dry and so many... Like, but, like... She does a great job, yeah. yeah I, and, dre- like... Uh, Drex beating up the GoBot? That was hilarious. Yes, that yeah. was funny. So, that was... Fu- I did laugh at that. It's, it just... As that we was talk a about it, the things were like, ooh, that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, that was pretty cool, too. As we talk about Black Adam, we just like, and that sucked, and that sucked. Well, hold on. That's I never true. said Black Adam was better than... The- that's no, no, like, <laughs> okay. I know. But as we talked things. about Black Adam, as we went on, we kept talking about how the more things that made different us angry. Things. Two different things. But in this one, we keep talking about how the more things that made us laugh. 
See how we keep getting higher on this one. Wait, James Gunn is compared to a guy who directed what? Rampage. Yeah. Or wrote Rampage. I mean, it's a big difference. Again, I liked it. If I had to score it, what are we out of five? Yep. Four. Solid four. I enjoyed it. I teared up. Rocket getting the arm was the best part. Well, that means you either cry really easily. No, it was very heartwarming. Or you have low expectations because, like, crying, like. I didn't cry. Oh. Tears in your eyes, you're crying. No, no tears. Tears have to flow down your face to be crying. Mm. Trust me, I cry all the time. I'm a big crybaby. Big, big softy. <laughs> we debating about what crying is now? <clears throat> we can. I'm saying. Huff? I mean, there's a time and place for crying, and for me, it's in the shower. <laughs> but, uh. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I mean. You don't tell me where I get a cry. <laughs> you No. No. You don't tell me. I said for me it's in the shower. Okay, good. For me it's That's wherever I'm. It's for me sitting watching the Christmas special. Nah, yeah. I mean, it was heart. It was heartwarming though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what I can say that hasn't already been said. I mean, I wonder at what point they decided. Like, I feel like. This whole thing stemmed from them being like, at some point, we got to bring Kevin Bacon into a movie or something. I feel like that was the first thought before they decided this would be hilarious as a holiday special. Oh, I'm sure that there you was know. a plan, always a plan to try and get Kevin Bacon in. Yeah, I think it makes more sense for him to be in yeah this situation than a main randomly in a, a movie. You know, like makes more sense to me, but. Uh, um, I don't know if I can give it a perfect five. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. You can go scale too. You don't have to go like on point fives, just so you know. Point seven five. Four point six three. Four point <laughs> six three. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah. I need to watch it again though. I only watched it once, but I really liked it. A lot of, a lot of good humor. Nice to see Mantis in there more. Like I feel like she's always kind of, she's present, but I feel like she's kind of always an afterthought a little bit. So I did keep holding my breath in hopes that there would be some kind of a little more romance between her and Drax. Is that supposed to be a thing? It's kind of hinted at. They handed out in the movie too, but it didn't really go any farther. Their behavior with each other is very yeah. Is very that style. I mean, I wasn't disappointed. He I was thinks just she's hideous. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He confesses her to her at the end that he doesn't think she's hideous. Not completely hideous. Not Correct. completely hideous. CBS. What? Score it. Didn't I redo that? No. No. No, I didn't. You talked about it. You didn't score it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, four and a half. I think it's good. I like it a lot. So... The movie Kevin Bacon is watching is called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Hilarious. I don't know if that's real. I mean, it must be. I have no idea. I'm going to have to find that. You should. That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah. So, I would give it because, for a couple reasons. (sighs) 
I love Cosmos in it so much. I forgot to talk about Cosmo. I really did love that Cosmos in it. Cosmos in it so much. So cool. I would give it a pure five if Howard the Duck was in it more. Is Howard the Duck in it? No. I didn't Not think at so. All. I didn't think so, yeah. But that would have been a was, killer cameo. If Howard the Duck was in it. Yeah. That would have been cool. <clears throat> because he's in like he's in he is, makes yep. appearances. But like if Howard the Duck showed up. You'd have lost your ever loving mind. Well, because he's such a fantastic he's a no, no he's an amazing character. I agree. If he would have shot, it would have been perfect five, but he doesn't, so I give it a four point eight five. Okay. I like it. It is weird that he wasn't in there, huh? Well, that's the thing, though. Was like, I guess the last time we saw him really was it is during Infinity War because he's in that scene for he's in one of those scenes for a couple seconds with the groups when they're coming through the portals. He's in a few, yeah. So that's the last time we actually saw him. So I assume that means he's on Earth now, but he also gets around. So who knows? Huh? That would have been really cool if he was in there. I do like we get a lot more Cosmo too. Yeah. It was just so good. I just the whole thing, the, the the whole premise, like the idea, like they're such lovable characters in in general. That, that it doesn't make you like them less. Like you're just like, oh wow, it's just it's just kind of like a side adventure kind of thing. Like it's just it's one of those things. I I think overall, and plus I love Christmas. So if you're gonna do Christmas and you do Christmas well, I don't know if love is the right word. You don't love those characters? No, I I I don't think you love Christmas. I'm getting you with the source. I think you're infatuated with Christmas. No, I love Christmas. I think I think it's more than that. I think infatuated is more shallow. I think love is deeper. I give him that. Fair. Maybe I need a thesaurus. If you're going to be right once, then that's the one on the beyond. That's good. All right, I'm buying myself a thesaurus. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you. But I do think you love Christmas a lot, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love Christmas too. I like the way they found Kevin Bacon's house. Oh yeah, it's so funny with the yeah. star map. Because that's yeah, real. Like, it's funny. You know, yeah. It's funny they threw that in there. I like when she does the shot and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, them getting them getting toasted." The reaction was, to everybody around them, like on the Hollywood Strip, like all that stuff outside the Man Theater, like all that. The reaction to everyone else around them is 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 kind of great considering they live in a superhero world. Because you treat it as it being weird, but it's like especially with the fire breath, like the guy at the bar is like, "Oh my god!" But he's not like, "This is the craziest thing I've seen." I mean, after all, half the world was snapped out of existence, so right. fire breathing lady, okay. So like, yeah, I feel like that all fit really good. I'm sorry, a gobot killed his brother. <laughs> also, <laughs> also ridiculous, but so it's funny. funny. It's funny. As soon as I saw that guy in the background, I'm like, oh, it's a GoBot. And then they initially went after him. When you spend 15 to 30 minutes talking about how all the parts of it that make you laugh and make you happy and make you smile and make you, like, tear up, that's a great thing. I did, that's amazing. I did say it was no, great. That's, that, that's what makes you... That's the difference between Marvel and DC right now. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. Of course. Is that, like, the Guardians can make... like. DC or DC can make something like that's supposed to be so gigantic and epic and crazy and explosions and ama- blah 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 blah, and then it's you're like, <sighs> for me, and like it- the best part of it is the catch scene at the end with like the Man of Steel. I agree, and, and then and then and then you do a, a holiday special. It's only forty five minutes long, yeah, and 
the, you, you, we're, we've just spent all this amount of time talking about like. Well, this part was awesome too. There's, there's, there's so, there's so much investment too in the in these characters that you've cared about that have done funny things before. I'm not disagreeing by any means, but, but that, you, you care exactly. But that's that comes from like starting from the bottom, of course, working your way up, and just like you keep building and keep building, and so just yeah. like it made me love Marvel again because there hasn't been a lot of Marvel stuff like that's made me excited. Sure. And this made me excited about Marvel stuff again because this is coming out. The last thing that really, I think, for me, it's it, being a, an emotional beast that kind of touched me in that in that in that heart filled, you know, strings. DC wise is probably Man of Steel. Honestly, I mean, the last time you're like, wow, this was, you know, you identified with this, or you know, you know, Jonathan, you know, dying, or or you know, just even the troubles he has as a kid. You know, you're like, oh, that really, you know, definitely made me have some feelings. This and Marvel does it all the time, and they do it really, really well. All right, so we got some segments to end now. So these next segments are going to be brought to you by Ovaltine, and this is a real ad. I want you guys to all be prepared for this. Are you ready? To wake up gay in the morning, just try this at bedtime. Ovaltine. That's my last ad. Well done. The ads I actually really like. I, I think that may have it, to be a regular edition. If only we had real ads. Except Ovaltine could sue you. I think it's even better no, that they're not fake. Even a anymore. Ovaltine doesn't exist anymore. I don't think so. I did some research. I didn't see anything. Are they going to sue us? I think somebody yeah. like owns free the promotion. Name. Mm, doesn't I think Malto Meal is still a thing? Same thing. Right? Ovaltine's chocolate milk. Yeah, but isn't Malto Malto Meal is the same thing? Yeah. More Ovaltine, Malto, Malto Meal is. Malto meal. It's like oats. No, it's like it's like more like runny grits. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Ovaltine's just chocolate milk. Huh? I didn't know that Ovaltine didn't exist anymore. Interesting. I have no idea Hmm. if it's a thing or not. I did a lot of research and a lot of work today. So, well done. Good job getting those sponsors. Yeah, let's just do ads every time. It's really good. <laughs> One of them made me laugh for like two minutes, and I was like sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Pepsi one or the Winston Cigarettes one? Uh, it might have been my intro. It was pretty solid. Uh-huh. want to be sponsored by uh morton salt i guess it was the winston one i don't know what are the what are those chocolate werther's winston Werther's original yeah Werther's original yeah like a cigarette should (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't think they exist anymore either winston sick do they i'm i I don't smoke i don't have any idea they do oh you do you know oh i know they exist i used to day later they smoked them yeah Mm. they're real they still exist. Been a long time. I mean, they're some of the cheapest cigarettes out there. I'm sure they exist. Yeah. No cigarettes are cheap anymore, man. Good. Well, yeah, but still. <clears throat> you have an ending of your thing, so you got to do your thing. Let's do it. Books to watch? Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, let's see. 
Well, we already talked about Vanish earlier. We Vanish did. Vanish is still great. So I say, if you guys haven't read that yet, get on it, because it's, it's really good. Uh, Donny Cates, it's, Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman, both fantastic. Uh, the Strange Academy Finals, number two, came out this week, and that's, uh, Humberto Ramos and, uh, Scotty Young. It's fantastic. Uh, first series was really great. It's hard, it, it, chasing now to try to get the first couple issues, because they have first appearances of a bunch of characters in them, so they're, uh, not a cheap book to get anymore, but the new, the new follow-up series, uh, has been good too. It's the same team, so it's just more of this, it's just more continued. So, if you didn't read the first part, uh, you can still get on the second, the second volume and be okay. I mean, they, they do a kind of good intro, so, uh, but it's basically the concept for it is that, like, the X-Men, the X-Men school, except with Doctor Strange is the main, uh, lead for it. Which at this point, he's dead in the comic book, so it's a different kind of thing going on. Anyway, that's good. Um, he's still dead? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, he's still, he's still dead. Um, Who's dead? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. That's why Cleo is, is right, in her own book. Right, right, right. Which is still going. It's still fantastic, I'm too. Sure, yeah, so, right. like, it's it's a win. Well, that that one we read was fantastic. Yeah. Um, issue one of the uh, Batman Deadly Duo, Batman Joker Deadly Duo came out. It's pretty. It's good. It's the Mark Silvestri book. Um, we've talked about that before on the show, so it's good, though. Um, man, I feel like there's another one I was thinking about the other day. Oh, they just started a, a return to uh, Planet Hulk. Which is, uh, multiple generations, like multiple years down the road. So we're talking like lots and lots of years from the actual timeline. So it's a, it's its own book. Uh, issue one of it came out. And I've read the first half. It's pretty good. Um, so if you like Planet Hulk stuff, it's a return first to Star. First half of one issue or one series? First half of one issue. Only issue one's out. I read part of it today. So I, I haven't gone all the way through it, but so far it's pretty good. So if you like the Planet Hulk stuff or the Planet Sakar, this is about the Planet Sakar. Generations after Hulk left it, so if you're a Planet Hulk fan, I'd say check it out. And so far, the first half it's good. Um, it's a mini series as well. So yeah, as far as pieces, I mean that's that's all I really got. I don't, I I, I didn't put enough work into that. So there you go. Books we already talked about. The more you know. Yeah, the I don't assume anybody else has anything. So. I do not. Um, I had something, and then I saved the article, mm-hmm. and then I got rid of it. Oh man! Because it, it, it was weeks ago, so it's probably old news at this point. But yeah, good or bad. I mean, as far as books getting ready to come out, uh, we're going to get a new uh, a new Green Lantern series. There's a one shot coming out. This is John Stewart one shot. Uh, they're talking about having a two different Green Lantern books: a John Stewart one and Hal Jordan one. So I guess we'll see what that winds up really being. Uh, both those should be pretty cool. I mean. Flavor-wise, it's not the flavor that most of the room wants, but as a thing, we haven't had a Green Lantern book now for several months during the event books. Uh, there hasn't been a proper Green Lantern series happening. Um, as far as other new things, JSA just had the first issue of it come out. So, I mean, it's new-new. Couldn't tell if anything good or not. It's Jeff Johns, so I assume that it's good because it's Jeff Johns, but it literally came out, like, last, well, on Tuesday. Hmm. So... Tuesday, well, today, Tuesday, today. Anyway. Oh, is that Eminem Spider-Man book? Uh, it's not an actual book. I know. It's a variant yeah. cover. Yeah, it was a variant cover, yeah. It was a variant cover for what issue of Spider-Man? Issue number one of the current Spider-Man run. So the 2022 Spider-Man. It was pretty cool. It was like, because it happened around 8 Mile or whatever's, you know, anniversary, and it was Spider-Man, and they're on the, you know, battle stage or whatever, rapping against each other. It was, it was, it was really neat, actually. I was like, that's cool. You could only get it through Eminem's website, but yeah, 
com. There's two versions. They did a version that was signed that I think at the gate was 300 bucks, And then a non-signed version that I don't remember. I think it was 30 I don't remember what it was. They both sold out in like, I don't know, a few minutes. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Now, if you look on eBay, it's it's a battle zone out there. Absolutely crazy. But I mean, for, it was a neat cover. Yeah, um, it was neat. Yeah. But yeah, just like artist exclusives. It was something that was offered through Eminem.com. So. Damn, that's dope. It was yeah. pretty, it was a cool, I'll, I'll pull it up. It it's was a really cool, cool cover. cover yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen it, once he finds it, it's, it's a cool looking cover. But yeah, it's, it's crazy because of what it is. Ma yeah, Spaghetti. That would never work. There's no buildings to swing from in Detroit. <laughs> How burnt down. There's the alleyways, though. Swing from a lot the, of alleyways. Swing from the rubble. $200 on eBay. Ooh, wow. That's probably the normal version. Ooh, this is a graded 9.8 version on eBay. 1500 bucks. There you go. Goodness. Is it signed or not signed? It doesn't say. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. It's actually pretty sick. It, right? I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool cover. It's just, it's wild. But it's a cool pretty cover. Awesome. Anyways. Anyway, that's really all I got for books, I guess. What'd you learn today, CBS? Uh, books to watch. We just did it. I'm not... I'm reading a novel. Don't worry, you're reading. I want people to watch Oh, watch I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're doing two podcasts here. Okay. It's not all about you, T-Brown. I didn't say... I was trying to help out CBS, not me. Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell. Have you guys ever heard of that novel? No. It's supposed to be pretty famous by a woman named Susanna Clark, and I started reading it, and it's not very good. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed. It's about two magicians. There's not been a, magi- a, a proper magician, and like, it takes place in like World War One-ish, like a little bit previous to like right at the nineteenth change of the century, and there hasn't been a magician for a bazillion years or whatever. And these two people come along and there's been a movie or a TV show maybe on BBC about it. And the guy that plays, what is he in? He's Ray Donovan's brother. Which one? The one with, uh, okay. With, uh, Parkinson's or, yeah. yeah, So, but, uh, there's a show based off of that. I mean, based up, based up, they've done, I was like, I, I, I just, I read, I, and I have a first edition of the book and I, so I started reading it and I'm like, very disappointed. It's really hard to read. Very difficult to read. I don't not, this isn't being a dick to anybody at this table, but I've, I've been having to read it and listen to it both at the same time, both separately and going back and rereading it and re-listening to it to get through it. So I don't know if anybody here has the, the, uh, the, like, um, the focus, the fortitude. It's 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 very difficult to <laughs> it read. Sounds, it's yeah. very hard. I'm like, I don't know. Eddie, like Eddie Marson is his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, him, the brother. But like, there's there's all these like little subsects where it's like, oh, and then in like 1938, like the wizard Jimmy Jab, and they're like, then there's like a whole like page of like notes about this Jimmy Jab guy that just like supposedly go. I mean, very insane. Very insane. It makes me feel crazy reading it. So, anyway. That sounds tough. I like to talk about crazy weird books on this podcast. I'm Never s- been done version. So sorry. But they do say the C word in it. Mm. Which I can't wait to say until we're done. Whew, I'm waiting. I'm sweating. <laughs> I did good tonight. I'm reading Lord of the Rings, or rather listening to it. 
because I at work all the time and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm understanding the lore and the world and I don't want to call it an obsession, but a real fandom and why people love this series. I finished The Hobbit. I thought it was fantastic. And now I'm really into the meat of um, the fellowship. And it's um, almost my favorite part. Which part's that? End end of fellowship, the beginning of two towers, two towers. Yeah, it's like my favorite parts. It's fantastic. It is extremely all of two towers. Like after as soon as Frodo and Sam like split off. It's fine. I love those those parts. Those are very like dramatic, crazy scenes, and like they're amazing. And I that that part is written super well. Like having writing this this story from two different. I guess because when the fellowship splits, right? But like, which you're not there yet. Until, well, but I know it. They, yeah. they haven't split. But like, obviously, you've seen the movie. Sure, you know? right, yeah. but like, but um. The left, the left part of the fellowship is my favorite part. Mary and Pippin, and well, just even Mary and Pippin going with Urukai. Yeah, no, I think their stories, and, like, and then Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli going, and then like running in again off yeah. white and all that stuff. Like that part's more fun to me. I'm with more you. Entertaining. Yeah. That was always and in the more books. Entertaining to me, yeah. So many cooler things happen. I'm super excited. So like, I was I, I, just for these guys just listening, talking to Josh when I got here. Like the difference. In the movie is so well done, and then I, you know, listening slash reading to you know, the Balrog scene, it's, it's so epic. I, well, I, I so understand the, the 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 fascination with this. With even this. like the Rivendale part, mm-hmm. noticing the Aragorn when when Aragorn because Aragorn's not there the whole time. He goes nope. out and does stuff, mm-hmm. and he. And do you remember? Did you catch who he leaves with and who he like is going out on patrol with and looking and gathering information? Wasn't it uh, uh, Elrond's son? Yeah, Elrond's. Yeah, well, yeah. And so, like, you're going to get to a point where like, it's called the like I think I think the trappers call, just called the Gray Company, but like like Elrond's sons are like with him, like from from a certain point into like in two towers, and like they're with him for the whole time. Like those dudes are like rad rad characters that they never bring up in the movies. And, well, like, and Elrond alone, I mean, I think they did a fantastic job yeah. in the show of making him. So epic in 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 the movie he's he's okay he's the ruler of whatever I mean, he's cool because it's um what's his name Hugo Lo- Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving yeah you're like oh that's Hugo Weaving that's, that's great but in the in the books and in again you know in in the show he's epic I mean he's he's the main guy and he's a super powerful person he, he owns that part of the world like it's a big deal. So. And who and who his dad is and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it it's great. I'm, I'm which, I've never been happier. You sent me the message. You grasp the fact of like who Aragorn is because you were like, "What's the deal with Aragorn? He's <laughs> I, I messed I messed up the timeline. Maybe it's because I just watched the show. But he's Elendil's yeah. heir. He's Elendil's heir. Yeah, but he's not Elendil's son. Which would be which no, would be be a Sildur. A Sildur. Yeah. yeah, he's from the same bloodline. Yeah. He's a like, new, they, new like, that, that line was broke. They they do that like real dramatic right. scene in the movies. Like that line is broken. It's been reforged. In the books, he he doesn't have a lack of confidence. In the book, no, no. In he the is. books, he just knows who he is mm-hmm. and is going, and he carries the shards with him. Absolutely, he has it with the whole time. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the. It, again, it goes with you know um, Elrond again. How he's the one who makes the river come down, and he's the one who's kind of pulling the strings from everywhere. Arwen's like. Nobody. Yeah, she's, ba- she's, she's barely, barely in it. Yeah, but yeah. Which again is Peter Jackson's like 
you have to kind of no, yeah, which was fine. I understand I was, it. Yeah, I was fine with like that that adaption. Absolutely. Yeah. When you get to Helm's Deep, you'll see where like it takes a, a hard left, hard right. Like you're like, eh. yeah. so, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's fantastic. Anything else? CBS. What'd you learn today? Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't learn anything ever, as I've been told, so I guess that's fine. Did you learn that Ovaltine was no longer a company? I, if that's true, I guess. Okay. Then sure, I learned Ovaltine might not be a company. I mean... Don't fact check me on that, because yeah, it might I, not I, be I a company. I don't... It I, might not be. I think it still exists. I just don't know if it's like... It's like a chocolate milk powder. I don't really ever see it anywhere, so... Yeah. If you have to look for it, though? You'd think... I mean, you would think, like... When well, I go grocery shopping at City Market, I walk down every aisle... But, you but it was, look, but it was a way product? to get kids to drink their vitamins at night. So, like, you can still buy Ovaltine. Oh, well, there you go. At Walmart. All right. So, Walmart. so I learned you can still, you can still buy yeah. Ovaltine. They've changed, they've changed the brand name look a little bit. But do they still have vitamins in it, though? I mean, I'd be surprised if it didn't. But, like, because it was a powder in the old days. Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. Still exists. Oh, yeah, 12 vitamins and minerals. There you go. Well, there you go. I learned the Ovaltine was still a thing. There you go. I'll take Flintstones. <laughs> More colorful. Flintstones, Flintstones any day. Vitamins, yeah. Tyler Brown, what did you learn today? Oh, man. Um, I only got to pick one, right? Well, I mean, I always makes it easier two, for the rest yeah, of the class. I, um, I learned that I liked the holiday special. I was going to come in here and trash a couple things, and then again, upon further review and looking back at my experience, I really did enjoy it. I mean, I, I I really did. I was coming in here combative and being like, Josh is wrong. Was he wrong for you? The word epic? Turn, cut, come, come to find out, not necessarily on his scale. It was epic. Josh has a, Josh has a good uh, Christmas special scale. Yeah. T. Huff, what did you learn today? You know, I've been thinking about this for five minutes, and I haven't come up with anything. You learn something new every day, right? Yeah. I don't know what I learned today. Not necessarily. Black Adam's origin is different than the comic books. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured. How about that Jordan Peele was offered to direct? Yeah. I learned that today. I think we all did, but yeah, that can be... I'm trying to think, like, larger scale, too. Like, uh, did I actually learn something today? Yeah, that's the problem. It's supposed to be fun. <sighs> it's never fun. It's always, yeah, it's it's always, it's always fun. It's Don't let him lie fun. to you, CBS. It's, it's what I've been told. Don't let him lie to you. 45, what'd you learn Being today? Being told what you learned today? He didn't what, be, And then you're like, well, what if I didn't learn anything today? He asks you what you've learned. He doesn't tell you. Goodness. But he tells you what did you learn today, and then you have to come up with something, and then you feel that's all That's a like question. But you feel on the spot and you feel all uncomfortable and insecure. Because he loves Christmas, that's the option because of what flavor he wears. I will say, yeah, that like this table Christmas spirit wise, it's like mostly on this side. Sure. I like Christmas just fine, but whatever. I'm not I'm not obsessed with it, no. He used to love it. Who? You. I just love a lot of things. <laughs> what happened? No, I'm dead inside. No, no, I never said that. But not an Eeyore. Goodness. I mean, kind of am Eeyore. He's one of my favorite characters. 
But you just get tired of Tigger because he just bounces, 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 and never learns a damn thing. That's fair. Never learns a damn thing. Josh, what'd you learn today? Um, there's never enough Kevin Bacon, I guess. I mean, that's, that's fair. That that's is true. Solid. That's fair. That is true. Which I think that's wrong, but I feel like you guys taught me that, that most people think that. So let's learn something, I guess. Well, there you go. No, uh, I don't agree with that. I didn't think it needed more. I didn't either, but other people did. Fifty <laughs> percent of the table did. So, like, if I, you need I more learned... Kevin Bacon, watch the end of Wild Things, and that's all you need. <laughs> oh man, there's your lesson. That's rough. <laughs> Goodness, that's rough. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Do you and have you any kids at home? Don't do it. In a couple years, do it. When you turn 18. Do you have any homework for me? Do you have any things lined up? Nah, we've all just been too crazy busy to I do that kind of stuff. Like, I was I was surprised you wouldn't give me a Christmas movie, because it'll be around Christmas by the time we get around to another Dude, one. Dude, I mean, there's, so, there's, there's a, a lot of Christmas movies you haven't seen. I don't, I don't know what you have or haven't seen Christmas movies. I, so I have, a, I have a playlist of Christmas movies, or no, a collection. Unplex. It's right here. Pull it up. I've never seen It's a Wonderful also, Life. Also, I just... I mean, that's a good one. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Did you watch uh, 8-Bit Christmas? Yeah, I loved that. It's it so was good. great. I'm just curious because I, th- I think it's fantastic. It was it was wonderful. Um, Pull, you're, li- you're right behind you. Turn the chair around. Are you trying to get an assignment? Is that what you're trying yeah. to do? Seems like you just want it. I was trying to help out, and well, I figured the next few episodes will like if whatever we get to, like we'll just get like more Christmas theme. Oh man, yeah, there's tons of stuff I haven't seen on this. Uh, what have I seen? Scrooge, I loved that. Trading Places. Yeah, I've seen Trading Places. Gremlins. Yes, I've seen Gremlins. Die Hard, of course. Uh, Christmas Vacation, I've seen. Edward Scissorhands. I guess you- that is a Christmas movie. Grumpy Old Men, I've seen. The Ref, I've never seen. That's Dennis Larry. Mixed Nuts is one of my favorites. I love Jingle All the Way. Jack Did you watch Fra- Trapped in Paradise? No, it's Trapped in Paradise. Nick Cage and David no. Harvey and no. John Levitz? No. So good. That sounds right up my alley. So good, dude. Is that my assignment? So, even Huff hadn't seen that. It's like an it. 80s movie. So, okay. Isn't well, it's it? It's not. No. 94. 94. Okay. I'll watch it. That's it, a good one. Okay. It is. I'm excited. Trapped in Paradise. Boom. Thank you. Bad Santa is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Gosh, I love that movie. I I, I really like the second one more. <laughs> I, they're both. You're crazy. I don't know. I, they're I don't, both good. I think I think because the second one has so much more like snow and the Christmasiness to it. It does. Yeah. It, and it, they're both so good individually. <laughs> and Christina Hendricks is uh, is my jam. Yeah, absolutely. So She's I, a, Gorgeous woman. I made this a new one. Uh oh. TV, oh, wow. TV episode. A Christmas special? TV Christmas episode. Oh, wow. Oh, I like it. Oh, wow. I might have missed some. Like, I was trying to think. Good real job, hard man. Wow. Where's that at? It's under collections. If you go to TV shows, you know, up top it says recommended library and collections. Wow. Damn. Scrubs. And they're in order by release date, I think. Oh, even- <laughs> yeah, I got some scrubs. Episode. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. There's a bunch. 
Aqua Teen. Yeah. Number one in the hood, G. All right. All right, anything else? No, sir. So thanks for joining us on this episode of the like crossover <laughs> extravaganza Top 5 Comics Never Been Done podcast. If you've lasted this long, that means you are a true fan. So we would like you to send a self-addressed envelope to 11696969 Point Place, Astoria, Washington. And we will send you back a decoder ring with all the secrets of the universe in all the perfect 80s movies. But until next time, we're not sending you anything. (laughs) Absolutely not.